away, take it away, feeling too good to me. Chilling all day, all in your space is where I wanna be. Here in this room, what did you do? I just can't get enough. Too caught up in your love. I've been trying to forget, but you won't let me. Something in my brain wants you. I've been hanging by myself, asking for help, but nothing seems to work on you. Yeah. Episode of the Landscape Show podcast. I am here, alive and well, in some battles, but I'm winning. And that's the main thing we have to concern ourselves about. I'm glad you all are here. And um, what can I say? It's a beautiful thing. I'm going to be covering topics such as these on a human nature level that we all have to go through. It may be 15 minutes, it may be two hours, it might be one hour. It all goes according to feel. I just want to make sure that my sound is coming through good. I think it is. Yes, we have everybody here. Ayapo, Brother Yapo, Indigo King, Oyala. Yes, I'm working on those things there still, right? But anyway, there are a lot of topics that are coming up that people are asking me about. Not necessarily politics, not necessarily sports, not necessarily stuff that is put out there as a distraction. I will touch on things if I see that it has some importance, right? But the main topic today being, and I'm, I, I forgot the exact words, right? You know, about expectations. Reese, how are you? Expectations. I'm going to not focus on the chat room right now. I want to get into my zone because this is something that I really want to talk about. The expectations of others, you know, stop it. Stop trying to live up to it, down to it, sideways to it. It's not a good thing. Lots of times in our life, especially from childhood, when you have that kind of personality, it doesn't mean it's anything bad, but we always know that kind of personality in elementary school that we try to please, we try to serve, we try to win friendship over by doing things, giving things, because we want them to like us. We want them to see us in a favorable light. And I say this starts from childhood, you know, and people will use you for that or people will try to smash you for that because of that loving heart that you have. But many of us don't understand that, that when you have a loving heart and a giving heart, they test you to see how far they can get away with you because you got to understand that everybody's not your friend. Every family member, because you share DNA, doesn't always have the best intentions for you. You got to understand that. And we don't realize that. And we keep doing, doing, doing and getting smashed until we realize, wait a second, I got to stop this. You see, so we open ourselves up like a... a, a an empty channel for other people to come into us 
and fill us up with what's inside of them, thinking that we're going to endear ourselves to them. And I see the title again, right? Stop being a prisoner of their expectations, of their expectations. Who? Whose expectations? Family members? Girl, you know, uh, ain't none of us graduated college. It'd be nice if you go on to college and become a doctor. So when that mother or that grandmother or family members in church, she going to be a doctor. She said so. We put things in people's mouths that we never said. Other people put things in our mouth, put things in our head. And we think we're doing the right thing by trying to please them. You have to stop being a pleaser. I have to say that I will always do for my righteous brothers and sisters. But as of now, I am not pleasing anymore. I'm not going the extra mile. I'm tired. I got to do me. I will bring people on the show. We have our shows. Sister Yala, you know, no problem. But that other stuff with other people that just drop in and feel a sense of entitlement to your life, that they can take your energy for what they want and you better. And they will tell you things in a disrespectful tone. With me, there are people who come on and they really have something to share. But then you have other people who I don't even know that demand things out of me. Hey, man, you better give me that song, man. I'm like, I've given stuff away. Maybe I forgot I'm human. I got things to do. I got construction going on. I got this platform going on. I got my own life going on. Sometimes I like to take a walk sometimes, you know? And they will demand out of you like they're entitled. See, they, that's how they poke the bear to see if you're a pleaser, that if you do something for them. I do stuff for people all the time, and I will continue to do so. But not with a disrespectful tone, and you expecting me you feel entitled when really all you're doing is looking for a come up. These other YouTube channels who don't give a damn about me, what I'm doing, but they, they, they want to come up. I'm not stupid, right? I'm not stupid. I've become the secured credit card of YouTube. Well, they won't extend credit and give you some play. Lance will no lot of the time. You got to be with it. You got to see it in your spirit. If you're coming around for a come up book, you got to be doing the damn thing already. Right, Brother Yapo? <laughs> but that's the thing. We have expectations from our families. And sometimes the family could be very top toxic. And um, we still go through with it because that's our whole world. But as we begin to get older, we see the situation when you pull away from it. You know, I've known some very, very dysfunctional families in my life. I dated a young lady as I was a teenager and I was still crazy out there, but that was like the most serious thing at that point in my life. But I wasn't committed all the way. I acted that way. That's just the way it was. But it was really her that I spent more time with. And I'm going to talk about it in another show, but that was the epitome of dysfunction. And all of the family members were touched by this dysfunction that came from the father, basically, and the mother's turning her head away and diving her head into religion. But there was one, the youngest one, who didn't fall victim to the molestation and the put-downs and that small-mindedness in that household. She traveled she ran track and that helped her to go to different meets in different states and go out overnight or go for the weekend to a certain meet 
and it expanded her mind and she came back to her family and she's like, because the expectations of being limited ran hard in that family. That if you did something outside the toxic box, that that was a crime. You don't do that. Most families who are not as toxic, they feel good for you when you accomplish something beyond what has been accomplished before. But this family didn't. The only thing you can do is work, bring the money home, get up and go to church. You can be doing all kinds of things, but you had to show up at church for the facade. So those are very low expectations that are confining. You get into marriages, you get into unions, you get into friendships. And my phone is popping off like crazy. I'm going to basically just have to turn it, turn it off. I got to turn this phone off. I'll turn it down one. Yeah, I'll do that and move it out my face because <laughs> we're going to cook. You get into relationships sometimes. And maybe at the time that you got into that relationship, you weren't doing so well. You were down, maybe financially, maybe just emotionally. You took another loss. It could be anything. Maybe you were stressed from a heavy schedule and you met someone and they brought a lot of light into your life. And they seemed like the best thing in your life at this point because they understood you. They added on to you. Yes, you have a lot to offer, but you may not have been firing on all pistons right away. So as time goes on and you stand on your feet more, whatever it may be, because you can still have a lot of money, but emotionally you are off. And this is how a lot of these dysfunctional people get into your life. With their set of expectations of you. And then after they seem to be that light to you, who have helped you, they didn't do it for you, but you acknowledge them like, listen, you came to my life at a very dark period and I don't know what I would have done without you. Sometimes you say this to a person who's righteous, they take it the right way. They're glad and they're happy for you. And they're thankful that you, that you acknowledge them. And others who really don't have the best intent for you, you already signed your death wish with them because now you've confirmed that they were the ones. Not you also, not your creator, not your philosophies, not your practices, but you gave them too much credit. And now they got big headed. And now what's really laying behind that facade, that door is now going to come out. And so they will get more demanding of you. They will, they will try to inject and impose what they expect out of you. And now because they did something for you in your mind and in your mind, they did more for you than they actually did. They just happened to be there to get this thanks, to get this adulation, just, you know, adoration, adulation. Am I making up words here? <laughs> I'm not on medication, y'all, but my mind is zoned out right now. I'm kind of skidding, you know, the tires are spinning. So... Now we're on a deadly dance of doom, right? You feel indebted to them, but they're trying to pull you in another direction other than what's comfortable for you. Let's just make up a funny one. You go to a shoe shop 
and you know you wear size eight. You know it. You see the box, size eight. You put it on your foot. It's comfortable. This person says they think that you should wear a size nine. How dare they? Don't you have feelings? Aren't you a person? See, when you submit yourself to living down or across or up to someone else's expectations, you have given them control over part of your life that you need to be behind the wheel on. Now you're at full strength. And this person is like a noose around your neck. This family is like a noose around your neck. This neighbor, this friend is like a noose around your neck. You can't breathe now. How did it get this way? And why are you afraid to stand up and say, hey, this is not what I want. Why are we like this? Why are we people pleasers like this? Because people test you in ways that you don't know. Even when you first meet, that's when most of the information about who you are is exchanged. When you go to a job, the night before, if you're younger, when you get mature, it doesn't bother you, but you still wonder. The night before you're wondering, okay, I'm hired for the job, Monday morning's coming. When I was getting hired for the job and I went there to uh, uh, human resources, I saw some of the staff. I saw some of the people that I'll be working with and they looked at me and they knew that I'd be working there soon. And I know how office gossip goes, warehouse gossip, uh, retail gossip, whatever it may be, but it's a job. And you're up at night and you're thinking about nap to stop me while I'm gonna okay you can see me in the dark okay I'm there let me just put a banner over this so you have something to look at as far as the title and everything is concerned let me know in the chat room if you can hear me let me know in the chat room if you can hear me the power went straight out <laughs> but it's not stopping anything all right
So just give me a second to manipulate this and let me know if you can hear me because I'm coming through the phone, if everything is okay. I felt that was gonna happen, but, and my phone is frozen now too, but just let me know if you can hear me. Let's put this banner over here and we're gonna continue to cook. Now this particular episode might go on longer because I'm not limited to my equipment, so that's a good thing. All right, when the spanner goes up, I'll continue and I'll come back into the chat room to see if you're letting me know that everything is all right. And now this old phone is working slow. What the heck is going on? And I also want to say on another note that uh, the attacks on my site and everything on the platforms continue, and that's what I'm dealing with right now. You know, let me, okay, did I take this off? Let me hit it again. The phone is like working 30 seconds late. So if I do uh, hit a button, then it's just like, I got to wait and see if it's working. Okay, I'm coming to the comment section. I'll make sure if you can hear me. Because the show must go on. I was just starting to get to my flow. It's always like that. Okay, thank you. Thank you so much. Okay, okay, it's, it's clear enough, right? Okay, good. Now what I'm going to do... I'm gonna grab my battery, my other battery, get my internet, use the battery to power it all up. Come on now, let's get out of here now. Come on, wire. Just get into my flow. I can tell you what that reminds me of, but that's another show. <laughs> all right, here we go. Let's cook. Let's cook. All right, I'm gonna come over here and lay down a little bit, get more comfy. And I'm glad I started everything out just nice. So, close the store. So anyway, it could be anybody. It could be, like I said, a family member, it could be a relationship, it could be a male friend for a man or a female friend. But somehow they found themselves, and if at any point I don't sound right, just let me know, because I have the, uh, yeah, they're still mad about the other No, this was an actual power outage. Yeah, I, I won't give them credit. They, they, they're not that good. <laughs> they're not that good. But, um, yeah, they're still mad from the other night because they, they contacted my um, other uh, hosting company that I, that I put the videos on. I don't put the videos on YouTube for the site. I transfer, transfer them over to another company. Now, that company took down the uh, Irritated Genie Show, too, and I pay for that. But then they still have their community guidelines that they came up with recently because they know a lot of people have been, a lot of creators have been coming over to them paying for space and they didn't have much say. Now they're trying to come like YouTube. So I actually, I'm over at Rumble. Rumble claims to say, well, we don't care about that stuff. And I tested them and I uploaded it and it's there. So when you go onto the site to look for uh, to look for um, that particular video or on my site is there. So let's see how that works out. Matter of fact, that's a free version. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I pay, you know, for the other company, maybe like a thousand dollars a year. I got a discount last time, but I paid that amount just to keep those other videos. And the only thing is that I'm going to have to manually transfer those videos out because all of my videos are on there and they're still on YouTube, except a few that they have a problem with, you know? 
So that that's that's what it is. So I always like to keep everybody informed on what's up. If you ever go to the site and see that there's something not working right or something just off, just let me know. I'll correct it immediately. But I'm gonna, you know, still put out massive amounts of content on different stuff. So I'm I'm ready to roll from now. Not next week, not two months from now. We're gonna start this thing now. So let's cook back on the topic. Let's zone out. Let me just get into my thoughts here. So you have others who will try to keep you under or shackled with their expectations. Well, why do they want to do this? It can't be a good thing. What I found in life, it's either, it could be a few things, but the most prominent two things that I've seen is that it's insecurity resentment and a power trip resentment meaning that there are people who are very insecure about their chances of success in this life and what i mean by that is that success is something that you dictate to what you want in this life and it can be very different from the next person and most people don't understand that because We've been duped. I really want to go out in the street maybe tomorrow, maybe even tonight. I don't know. I want to bring the camera. And I want to ask people, what is your definition of success? And even those who are listening right now and afterward when it becomes a video, put it in the, in, in the comment section. Don't put it just on the show because people don't really look at the, uh, uh, the live chat all the time. They look at that comment section. What is your definition of success? And many know what the world thinks it is, and many are still in that vibration, but they will say the righteous spiritual thing. Well, listen, you know, I pretty much have been on this level all my life. I never really got caught up into the material and striving for it. I'm going to kill myself to get this. There have been times I've strived for it, like with a vehicle. You need a vehicle. Then sometimes you don't. But when I ended up getting something a little more expensive than what I thought, it was, I felt it. I felt the rush. I said, oh, this is what people feel. But quickly, I'm a creative person. My success is to be able to express myself, be myself, move the way I need to move, and have peace of mind. That was so corny and such an insult to people who wanted me to be in the race, who tried to impose that expectation on me. They'd even try to flex on you and show off and look at this, what I got. And, whatever. and I'm like, man, I'm really happy for you. And they would get pissed because they wanted to evoke some kind of feeling of jealousy from me to feel as though they're really successful. You won't get that. I'll feel good for you if that's what you determine success to, success to be. But the, that kind of person, they don't know who they are. They don't know what they want they were basically operating in a reactionary way to expectations put on them. Now they want you shackled because they see that you're free. They see that you're genuinely happy in what you do. They can't stand it because that's not what they do. Even what they do, don't, they don't even really want it. It doesn't bring them joy. So they want to trap you up in that same thing. Yes, they want you jealous. They want you jealous. It, it, it's like a for me, I'm a man, so it's going to be a woman. Or for you as a woman, it's going to be a man. But 
one who will come around you in a casual setting, you might be meeting them for the first time at a social function and they're trying to entice you. They focus on you and they try to entice you sexually. And that's all they want to see. There's an inkling of desire out of you and in their mind they won. Got you. I don't want you. I don't need you. I just want to know that you want me. It's, 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 it's kind of sick out here. <laughs> it's kind of weird out here with how people think. And when you meet someone new, you have to be careful and understand that what you see may not be really what's on the inside. You see? So that insecurity of the next person, they will even sometimes never acknowledge you because you have gone far beyond their expectations of their life. And it may not have been the same, but they'll look at the parallel that if you are successful in the business world and you, you know, you're successful in the business world, they might be into sports and striving for something of a, of a, of a, of a college uh, football, you know, a position there, whatever. And if, 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 if you have rose higher than what, they are striving for, that's a violation. So now they don't always commit you negative. They will sometimes not act impressed at your present accomplishments and raise the expectations now in an unrealistic way of something possibly you're not even striving for or something that you might not be able to reach. And that's not for me to say, me personally, but I had to say it that way because some people feel that way about other people. Okay. You know, say you go in business and you have a job, right? The job is paying the bills with a little extra. You're just over broke. And then you have the side business that you've been cultivating for years. Sometimes you have to take up money out of your own pocket and keep it going. And this friend sees it, this friend of me, this friend or what a family member. Now, this first year or this particular year, you still have your job, but you made six figures with it. And the person that's a friend to you doesn't like it. So what will they do? Either they'll try to push you into disaster by saying, well, you need to quit your job now. Focus just on that. And you say, you know what? I'm going to hold on to this job and let's see if this can go on for a couple of years like this. And let me see if I can sock away enough money so that I can do that with a strong cushion behind me, which is really the wisest thing to do. So you actually do that. So out of the six figures the first year, you might put away uh, 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 $40,000, right? And there's expenses and different things and whatever. You didn't upgrade or didn't go and buy a new car. You kept your life the same. And this person doesn't like it because they know that you're empowering yourself on your own. The next year, you can put away 60000 and 40000 After a couple years, you may have $300,000 in the bank or under your mattress or in solid investments. You may not be able to make those liquid right away because they're tied up. You might get some real estate in the housing market, maybe up and down, it doesn't matter, but you have this stuff that you didn't have before. And so now this next person is going to tell you, well, you know, you need to try to be a millionaire. You get to be a millionaire, or you should try to be, you know, they're always putting something on you and never acknowledging. So they'll use expect 
expectations to depress you, to always let you know there's better. But you decide when you want to get off of that merry-go-round. And you have people that when they cannot manipulate you that way, they will isolate you because you're not doing with your life force what they feel you should be doing. You see what I mean? That's right, y'all. You have to observe them and feel them and see where they're coming from. Because it's a heck of a thing when you realize that you've been around this person for years and you've been trying to jump through hoops, but they have no good feeling for you or they use you. You see, we got to stop being that pleaser. We got to stop being that person who is always outside of ourself. Being outside of yourself is comparable to spending a night at different friends' houses and rotating, but you have a nice place at home and you're never home. I mean, people don't do that, but that's what it's comparable to because you got your own stuff to deal with in your own home. You are your home, even when you are homeless or actually houseless. So we need to say houseless when we really say homeless. We should never, ever consider ourselves homeless, even if we don't have a structure around us or over us. Just say, I'm houseless because your home is in your heart. It starts with you. You are your best friend. You are your best encourager. You are the one who's going to motivate you. You can't allow a few good words from a venomous person who's secretly venomous to you. Pull you out of yourself, and now you're jumping through their hoops. You jump through your hoops incrementally at the pace that you need to do so. Because when you're a prisoner of somebody else's expectations... You will never be at peace with yourself. You will always do things to satisfy them. And is it really satisfying them? If they're against you, it is because they know that you're off base and pulling yourself out of yourself. I had a knucklehead tell me one time, very venomous person, smiling all the time though, you know. He said, Lance, you're in Africa now. You need to leave all of that stuff in America alone and stop doing YouTube. Stop doing social media. Stop all of it. You need to chill out and live your best life. Well, fool, if sitting down, sucking a joint, and drinking a Heineken, and eating all kind of bad food is an idea of your best life, please don't impose that on me. I'm going to do more and I'm going to do better. That's why I made the change to make other areas of my life that much better from what I see my personal success at being. You do not control this. You see, when you're a dynamic individual, and yes, I am, and I want everybody to feel this way about themselves. If you can't say that about yourself, you're cussing the God that created you. We worship and sing praises in the churches and all of this stuff. And even if you're not churchified, you know, we have a way of meditating. But if, if we're part of something mighty and great, aren't we great? The problem is, the problem is that, you know, again, we allow other people to take the steering wheel of our life. 
And that doesn't make sense. Because when you get older and you look back on what could have been, you realize that you lived a life as a people pleaser. Isn't that sick? I just don't understand it. And I see, okay, my, my time is moving up in blotches. So I don't know if I'm blocking out or falling out or whatever. Let me know in the chat room if I'm falling out. Because I don't want to be sitting here like a madman talking into the air and nobody's listening. <laughs> right. Yeah, and you're right. Uh, let me know if I'm back in. Because I see Brother Yapple asked if I was still there. So let me know if you can hear me. Okay, I'm good. Thank you so much, Oyama. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Okay, cool, cool. So, you know, when we walk out of our door, we have to see ourselves like energy. We are energy. And we are a dynamic energy. We just have sometimes too many damn people trying to plug themselves up to our life force and use it for their benefit. And we don't know it. They smiled at us or we smiled at them and they're steady sucking from us. It doesn't mean when people need you for something that they're sucking from you. I'm a very much giving person, but you have to be careful now because this is more of a spiritually dark place in the world in 2022, going into 2023. When you're near someone who has a low vibration, even if you're not talking to them, even if they're a stranger, it will pull on you. You go to the doctor's office and wait in the waiting room and there may be somebody sitting there. They may not even look at you, but they're so negative within themselves that their charge pulls on your 100% charge. Or even if you had 87%, of course, you're going to expend energy in dealing in the day and your energy is going to come down. But if you get too many people like that around you, it's going to pull you down unknowingly. This is why certain places feel good. Even when there's nobody around, you go to a certain seat in the restaurant, it feels good. You sit somewhere else, it doesn't feel as good. Gravitate toward the places that feel good. Gravitate toward the people that feel good, and then you can give of yourself. But even when they feel good, it's got to be on a spiritual level. It can't be on a, well, <laughs> They treated me to lunch because look how many enemies could treat you to lunch. And you think because they purchased a lunch for you or dinner or took you out that they're a good person. They may be scoping you to see what they can extract from you. And when they find that you're a people pleaser and they start putting their expectations in you. I mean, and you have to be careful, but I use the analogy about uh, being a new uh, employee. And I think around that time is when the power cut out, which doesn't matter to me now because I'm on the phone. But you see these possible coworkers when you went into human resources to apply or you have that final interview and you see the place and you're up the night before wondering what it's going to be like. And that's when the most information is exchanged when you make first contact because you're trying to fit in. 
We really right now, the righteous of us, and, and, and I want you to really understand where I'm coming from. You have to adopt the I don't give a F attitude, number one. You can be the good person, the sweet person, the giving person, but you budget that out. They have to earn it. You go to a bank to get a loan, they run a credit check to see if you're credit worthy, to see if you paid your bills on time. But we don't have that advantage in the outside world. But one advantage that we have is our gift of discernment, and we all have it. The only thing that messes up is that we mess it up indulging in low vibrational activities, which pulls that down or being around low vibrational people who act high vibrational just to be around you, to see where they can get in. Like if you sleep with a mosquito net around your bed, that mosquito senses the sugar in your veins and he will take all night to find that little hole that you don't know exists and you wake up and you're scratching like crazy. Damn it, how'd that mosquito get in into my net? Well, it's the same thing. We find ourselves in certain situations. Damn it, how did I, got this, how did I let this person in? Well, like they say, in a Christian-like manner, churchified manner, most often when the devil's in your life, you are the one who opened the door with a smile and let him right on in. You see? Well, see, Reg, let me just say something. You see, I wish I could move from this country, but economically keeps me here as a prisoner. First of all, and I'm going to go and... um. Wow, they're deleting your stuff, huh? Oh, oh, you know those those folks are all up in. So this is why I'm doing something that they can't mess with technically. Because if they do, I'm gonna go right, I'm, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna sue YouTube. I'm gonna start coming after them that way too. It's, a, it's just a you know the idea, right? But first of all, we, we understand that reality. And it's not like I had big bucks coming over here, but it takes a plan and the number one thing I'll say is get that off your mind as far as being a prisoner. I know what you mean by that. I do know what you mean. But see yourself as being free. During my job when I was driving the bus, I would see myself in different countries, not even just here, but just different countries. I study in different countries just to, just to refresh my enthusiasm. I'd look at Singapore and at people walking down the street. I don't really want to live in Singapore, right? I, checked, I, I just wanted to put in my mind the world is big. I said, look at these traffic jams. Look at these nightclubs. Look at these busy streets. Look at this country. Look at this quiet place. I'm not a prisoner. You're not a prisoner. You see what I mean? Yeah, and it's falling fast. It definitely is. You know? No, no, I didn't delete your comment there, brother. I didn't do it. I don't know who did it, but I'll, I'll read it out. So if they do, it's still going to be on the audio. The divided state is falling and falling fast spiritually, psychologically, physically, and economically. And please do not delete this comment. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Yeah. That's right, Apple. It's up to you to who, who you let in. See? So in this particular period, you have to guard yourself. You have to mentally cut and, and just start all over again. It may seem like an imaginary thing, but it's going to set up a chain reaction within you, mentally, physically, and spiritually. Take a day where you cut off from everybody. And the cool people with you, let them know I'm cutting off, not from you cutting off for good, 
but I'm cleansing right now. And I have to think my thoughts. It could be a week. It could be a month. Call me when there's an emergency. But right now, I can't. I have to get into myself. So all of a sudden, now we got this loud music here playing two doors down at the church. Let me know if you can hear it. <laughs> because it's throwing me off a little bit. And a lot of times, it just go make noise and make noise. You know? Just let me know if you can hear it. Because it's kind of loud right now. And, and it's kind of throwing me off. So I got to tune that out also, too. But now you go to this job, and now you're the new person on staff. And if you are, yeah, let me get up out of this room, man. It's like, it's like, it's like okay, we got a power outage going on. And now these folks are over there screaming, making animal noises, acting like they're some spirit. What you need to do is get together and stop hating each other, set up a business so you can thrive. You know what I mean? Instead of looking to the sky that it don't exist. It's ridiculous. Okay, I'm going to take a nice little seat here on my couch and kick back and we can still cook. Definitely. So anyway, you go to this job. You have your supervisor that you're just meeting. Everybody's coming around. Welcome aboard. Welcome aboard. The biggest insane or the biggest smiles are usually the biggest enemies later on. So, okay, you're still a little apprehensive. And it's time for you to take your lunch break. And the worst thing you can do is go into that break room. Because now you're going to have people, you know, of course, you're going to be friendly. And there's nothing wrong with that. But most people try to fit in hard. And it's easy to get business out of you. But then a few months later, after they knew or know what they feel they think is all they know all about you, they'll begin to treat you like a piece of dirt. They want to make sense of you. They want to find out what zip codes you live in, what part of town you live in, so they can evaluate. If you mention that you live in an affluent neighborhood, they're going to match where you live with that job and what they know you make pretty much. And so now you become a puzzle. Now they got to figure out how is it that you're driving. You're working in a retail situation or hospitality. You're not making that much, but you got a Mercedes Benz that's like a year old. Like, what the heck? Does she, she can't support this car with this money that's there. Is she married? Oh, no, she's not married. Well, does she have some kind of inheritance? We, we got to find out how she's making a little bit above minimum wage, but she's driving this brand new car. See, people try to figure you out. You see, you might be on a job where you're making a whole lot of money and you don't want a car. You take Ubers all the time. You may not live in a neighborhood where you, you can afford it three or four times over. You should be somewhere else before the job that you have. See, it rattles people when you don't fall in line with what they deem to be proper, what you should be doing. They'll spend your money for you but when you're broke, they ain't giving you none. You see what I mean? So it all comes back to the expectations or projections. Like, everybody in this carnal world, a lot of them front. If they have 100,000, they're going to act like they have two. If they have half a million, they're going to act like they have. Why are you basing so much stuff on money and status in this world when you can be up one day and down the next day and people don't care? People don't care. 
Why are you caring enough to jump through their hoops? I don't care about that. I used to be like that a lot. I used to be like that. Not all the way. But I would always, you know, even when you saw something coming on me, just try to be nice. Now, maybe I'll start overreacting. I don't give a F. You have to have that protective shell inside of your being. Because when you look at it, everything in nature that has a protective hard shell on the outside is protecting something on the inside that's delicate. You can't remove your shell. I don't mean shell, isolate yourself from people, but let it be a membrane that is hard to permeate so you can protect that inside. Because when you're a prisoner to other people's expectations, it will never end because the next person will pick up on that and you'll be a pass around. And you realize that you may end up living in a home or a physical house that you didn't even want. You're driving a car that you don't even need to have spent $50,000 more for this vehicle, but because your peers have this and they make it seem like you're in this circle of friends, you have to have this. And now you go out and spend more money, but then you realize that your child has a sickness that will require money for care. Now you can't do it. Now you're struggling. Now you got to get rid of the car and you're hurting now because, oh, what happened? You can't afford it. You can afford it. No, but you have things that are more important. We still have to deal with the money in this system. We're all in it still to some degree or not. And the bottom line is we can't let these people exhaust us spiritually, emotionally, mentally, and especially financially. The financial is still important while we're in the system. Don't let other things come in there and make you uh, spend more, spend recklessly because of somebody else's expectations. Take me as I am. If you're truly into me, you will accept me as I am as I navigate through this journey called life. You see what I mean? You're in your own journey. It's beautiful when we can hold hands and walk alongside with each other. We can be in different areas of expertise and still be symbolically holding hands. It doesn't mean we're stuck to each other. It means we have an understanding of each other and we want the best for each other, whether you live in another country, another state, down a block, around the corner, or whatever. It doesn't mean you're sexing each other. My best relationships did not involve that. Friendships, rather. You see? So it's not always about that. And with that whole thing, too, be careful of these people who want to overlay the psyche with what they want out of life. And they use your life force. And their expectations become your goals. And they, they, when you open up to the sex energy, I'm not even talking lewd right now, I'm talking dead serious. When you open up to their sex energy, the sex magic, what are they thinking while you are succumbing to the pleasure of that act? Are they projecting things into your psyche? Are they setting you up? Are they whispering things into your ear because there's so much of you that is open beyond the orifices and, and the phalluses that, 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 that 
there's an open exchange, not just on a spiritual level, but a psyche level. Where they want you to start thinking like them. And secretly, when you're holding on to your own thoughts, you can hear that person knocking on your door on a subconscious level. And you're like, this person ain't right. It was funny. I got to tell the story without being lewd, which is like a, a task, right? But there was a young lady many, many decades ago, and she was trying to get next to me. And being at that particular junction point, yeah, we did things. And it was mainly of, how could I say it? It wasn't intercourse. It was very much an oral history kind of thing, if you know what I mean. See, I beat the algorithm. I said history behind oral. <laughs> and in that, she was trying to inject thoughts of what she wanted in life while she was doing me. Oh, it's going to be so nice when we get this nice home together. Slurp, slurp. Oh, it's going to be so nice when we're together. I didn't say any of that. She wanted that. I already knew it wasn't happening that way. But she was trying to use the open portals of sexuality that was active to inject thoughts in my mind as I felt this pleasure. But even at that point, when I realized what she was doing, the pleasure didn't feel like pleasure because you're trying to use this against me. You see what I mean? So people can be slick on all kinds of ways. And when they get you under their power and you realize that this person really wasn't for me, they were trying to get what they got. But you got to beat them to the punch. So this is why I say, never lose the touch and the connection with yourself. You need that forevermore. And when you're in something, that's a beautiful thing. You see, because you're walking alongside in your journey, and that is one of the most precious things you can have, but it doesn't always have to start out on a sexual level. It doesn't always have to start out on a, on a carnal level. I've seen some very caring, loving relationships with people that didn't involve that. It didn't even involve money. I've known people who had lots of money. I've known millionaires that have so much money. I don't mean like they got running around 15, 20 million, right? If I know somebody like that, I got a problem with them because they need to help brother out. <laughs> and I don't want them for their money. <laughs> but people who have like one or two, you know, they've been doing businesses. And they got to, you see their paperwork and stuff. Okay, you got it like that. But I'll take them to dinner more often. It's not about money. And they've done things for me, but I say, hey, listen, do things on other levels because I don't want you thinking I'm around you because of that. And we work out just fine. You see, we have to be able to see people beyond what others see in them and run to them for. Because I remember the interview with Tupac Shakur, he was saying, you know, just last year, I'd walk in the same club and nobody was paying me any mind. Now I walk in here and the girls are going crazy. Same dude different circumstance. And that goes for ladies too. You elevate yourself in life and you'll find sometimes that the people who shunned you and didn't pay you any mind, you can't keep more for you. So I know that's a different topic and thing, but I'm going to get back on point. How long have I been on? 52 minutes. Ah, uh, 
But it's sad when we leave or, or, or live our life and get toward the end of this journey on this physical level and realize we just have been used. We've been running down roads we didn't have to run down. And we don't do or listen to that instinct from within because with every day that the creator gives you, you should have a sense of satisfaction in how you moved toward your goals. There will be emergencies. There will be people transitioning and that will hurt, throws you off. You will get a phone call that maybe a loved one got in a car accident and they're okay, but it's a shock. You want to get to them. Things will throw you off. But those are the only things on that level that should throw you off that way. It shouldn't be the people that you let in your life that were no good, but you didn't know it, but you let them in too quick. There are people out here who work for the government undercover and they're information gatherers. And you say to yourself, well, I'm not that important for somebody to come at me, but they may see where you're going and what your trajectory is. I've had several, but they don't stay long. Well, they may stay a year or two, but they don't ride with you. This sincerity runs lean, especially when the assignment of getting information on you is over. You rise up in some particular area in this life where the world knows that you're not going for the okie doke and you're not going to influence people to go their way. You see, just like the governments of the world, the powers that be in the world, the people who try to shut down my website. See, they want us to be a prisoner of their expectations. So Kanye West now saying what he's saying, and people are like, oh my God, he's going to lose all this money. Well, maybe money's not important to him. Maybe if he just had a half a million in the bank, he's good. Maybe he's got his stash set up and did things. Maybe he's not as dumb as we think he is. Maybe he's already set up in different countries, whatever. They say that when you're in the entertainment industry and you're under their rule, that when you buck back and they want to take everything from you, they can do that. I do believe that to a great degree. But I do feel that if you're smart, as soon as you get in that thing, which I would never look to do that, you better start stashing from jump. It's like a woman who's in an abusive relationship with a man. She'd be dumb to sit here and believe every time he comes back. Oh, baby, you know, I'm never going to do that again. Uh, and her eye that was blackened from before hasn't healed up and he blackened it again. You'd be a fool to stay in that relationship with that person. And they beat you down like that. But there's other kind of beatdowns also. There's the emotional beatdown that you have to deal with in these toxic relationships. Where I'm not saying it's good for a person to put they're handling this on somebody. But I heard a couple of women at different points in my life say, the best that he did put his hand on me and try to break me down the other way. But the put downs and the attacks on their esteem for some hurt more. For some, the, the physical beat downs, they held on longer than the other ones who were in the emotional uh, toxic situations. So it all depends on the person. But to be a prisoner of somebody else's expectations can really be bad because now you limit yourself from what you want to do and you don't do what you want to do. You, you want the satisfying thing for you. And a relationship is compromised. That doesn't mean they're trying to 
keep you back when you ask advice if you don't like hearing it and it may not be what you, it may still be sincere advice. But for it to be sincere advice, they have to know you. And nobody really knows us completely. Hell, even we don't know ourselves completely. Hopefully we are the people who know ourselves better than anybody else, but the people who study us so hard, they know our rhythm. Yeah, earlier today she said two, four, six, eight. I'll meet her later on at 10. Because you know where to predict where they're going with, with life. You know what buttons to push. And don't always react to when people try to push your buttons because they may not know where your buttons are, but they're going to push different buttons until they get a reaction. Okay, okay, I pushed this button and she got mad at what I said, so I know she has a hang-up about her little belly, about the little weight that she has on. That's her thing. So now I control her that way. But you told that person what it was because you reacted you didn't act, you reacted. And anybody who reacts is controlled. They don't realize that. So when you feel an urge to jump on somebody because of something they said, you got to understand they're possibly testing you. Let them keep feeling around and never find a button, even when it hurts. I remember the bodybuilder from the 70s, and he's still bodybuilding. He's a much older man in his 70s going toward 80, Robbie Robinson. I met him a few times back in the day. I met him when I was 15 years old. I interviewed him when I was 51. Isn't that something? And he was a boyhood idol. I met him young. He was all in the magazines. It was like, wow. And I remember him telling a story. He was in the service. And I believe, I know I'm going to get the facts wrong, but basically he was in combat. And they had shot up a bunch of these guys or a bomb went off or something, but all of these bodies were laying around and he was face down. And they were going around and stabbing the people that were out or dead to make sure they were dead. And he saw this out the corner of his eye. So he knew that he was going to get stabbed somewhere. And his challenge was that he had to act as though he was dead while feeling it. Come on now. That was a hell of a thing. So they stabbed him in his leg, his hamstring, between his butt and his knee, right in the back of his leg. They stepped, boom. And he took, it took every ounce of control for him to not make a noise because he said that thing hurt. But luckily his, luckily his training as an athlete and as a bodybuilder, you're going through a lot of pain when you're training and discipline. You have to ignore the pain when you're training. And all those years that he trained, he mastered that. Fighters, boxers, they have to have that. And it's often said when a boxer retires, and he's still young temporarily, he might take two or three years off and he gets back into it. What does he usually say? It's easy to get in shape, but I have to get used to getting hit again because there's no muscle. You can train up to your neck. Everything else, but getting hit, you have to get used to. It's a mental thing. And so now you lose that after a while. And you have to train yourself to be able to ignore that pain. But what about life? What about the situations in life where you have to get hit in a situation when you're on the job? People pushing your buttons to see how they can get to you. 
And when you react a certain way, they laugh at you now because they got you. See? And that's not good at all. Protect yourself at all times. Doesn't mean just physical. Doesn't mean to protect yourself from a robbery or protect your home from a burglary. But you have to protect yourself. And there's so much to protect because you have so many energies coming at you, trying to find a way to suck your life force from you. And I don't mean to walk around paranoid because there's some very nice people out here. And if you're in check with yourself and you, 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 your, your balance within yourself, it will tell you what's good. It will tell you what's okay. But if you're disconnected from that and doing substances and, and, and doing all these different things that will bring you down, indulging in things that are decadent to the spirit, throwing you off, those things are not fun. There are certain things that are fun, that don't pull from you. Wholesome, good fun. But we think sometimes the things of the world that they tell you, I had a person tell me, hey, man, we need to go out drinking. Now, it's not like I haven't sipped a little something once a year at a dinner that Mrs. Scurve may create and say, okay, I'm a, and she said, no, 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 I don't want that. This stuff knocks me out. I don't want, I said, no, no, not, not like a whole lot, but just a little bit. And I know what alcohol does to the body, but then when you're not, you know, take a little sip, boom. Some people don't know how to control themselves and they get out of the hand and they really want you to get to talking or to lower your inhibitions so that they can put you where they want you and have access to your crotch sauce, have access to your orifices for their pleasure. Yeah, I said it. I can't believe that Negro say crotch sauce. That's a new one on me. <laughs> you see? Let me just check the chat room here. Um, yes, you're right, Oyala, to not react. That's right. That's the only thing you can take, Reggie. It's the only thing. So why get into it? Why make it your God? You know, why, why make it something that rules you? And it's not just things, it's people. You sometimes, you know, we meet people. Some of us may meet people and they're so captivating and they're so, we, we want to be around them. And that's good, but don't lose a sense of who you are. How do you get yourself to that level of being captivating to others who are righteous? Sometimes we submit too quick to others, believing the facade that they out there as they look for weak-minded, broken people to rule because they're weak-minded and broken. So they put themselves up as a front to lure in people that are not truly connected. You know, let me, let me, let me, power's back on, but I don't trust it. I'm assuming it'll leave anyway. But I want to brush on this and see the responses and then I'll go into other shows with that. But I'm going to do some non-threatening shows for a while and watch how the enemy is moving around me because the battle is still on. You know, uh, there's another platform that, that said, well, we might, we might be taking you down because of your violation of our community guidelines. We'll take it down. Take it down. The ones who want to go, let them take it all down. I'll stay on my stuff. 
I work with Rumble, and there's another one that's a small black company that I'm actually going to move everything over to. I just have to find out their rates because I'm coming with 5,000 plus videos. And you know, they ain't, all ain't two minutes long. You know what I mean? So I have a lot to do to focus on those things that way, you know? And um, there's always a way. You see, I'm never going to submit. <laughs> right. Non-threatening shows. <laughs> no, I'm not submitting. I'm not giving up. I'm going to always be that big mouth. But let's let's you know, I'm that killer who is acting friendly to get close to the to the person I intend to snuff. <laughs> I'm, I'm being more devious now. Right. You know, we can't get them for talking that righteous stuff. How are we going to get them? And then the art becomes something vicious. And if it goes out on WhatsApp and I want to do something scathing, I'll do it that way. You know, because even though Facebook owns WhatsApp, they really can't stop you from forwarding something. <laughs> and somebody else download it, let it go out all over the world. Then I'm going to be off the chain. I can't believe he drew that. <laughs> you know, <laughs> look at what he has the queen doing to the devil. So that's where I'm coming from right now. But let me, um, I want to end up the way I started. Let's see if this will work. Any questions from the chat on anything? Someone has suggested to me that I do a show, um, a relationship show in a very specific way. And I told her I would. And it's going to come. I, you know, let me tell you something. I didn't know today was Friday. I swore it was either Wednesday or Thursday. This is how detached. I've been from a lot of things around me. So this is why I'm glad that I'm in this zone because of things that have been happening and the attacks on my platform. It really doesn't phase me because I know that um, they can't destroy what I've created and they can't destroy me. They're not going to get the site now. They just want to come after certain videos and try to shut down whole entire, you know, bits of work. And they're not going to do that. They're not going to do that. I'm going to try to come back on the screen before I wrap it down and vibe with everybody there. Okay. Okay, now what are they saying here? The event hasn't started yet. Okay, I know. Okay, I don't need to have them up. Okay. I'm not in the studio yet, but I'm getting there. And I got to redo these settings all over again, too. So just give me a second. Okay, that looks good. That looks good. Okay, let's check this out, make sure this is good. Okay. All right, that's good. Let me see how this is gonna work now. Let me come on in. Okay, I'm in there twice. Okay, I know which one it is. Let me turn this volume down. And give me 15 seconds and we will be back here. Which means we're going to shut this, this one down and move this one. Okay, okay let's, let's check, it, check out. it out. Let's remove let's this. Let's remove this. One more one step. More step. Here, here we, we go. go. Now, now, which one, one do I have to knock down? down? Okay, okay, let's see. Let's, let's put, put this. this. Solo. All, All right, right, I'm, I'm back. back. <laughs> a little dark. A little dark. Never, never heard anybody. I know. Sometimes, Sometimes I hope to increase the population. population. 
know what I mean? Let me check this out here. All right. There's one more thing I got to do. Bang. Feels good to be back. Feels good to be black. Okay, I think I can kind of knock this. I'm, I'm going to leave this phone on. I hope that, does anybody hear any echo? Let me know. Let me know if you hear any echo. I'm going to plug this phone up. Let me get a charge. I'm going to keep it here just in case those lights want to play games again. Okay. You hear an echo? No echo? We good. See what happens when you weather the storm? Things always come back right. You just have to stay the course and not let anybody discourage you. And I'm big on that. I'm big on the positivity. This echo is bothering me. You probably can't hear it. Okay, good, good. Any background noise, any any worrying or if you don't hear it, we're good. But I'm just going to say, because I can end it right here, but I'll talk a little bit more since I got back on the screen and everything. The whole wanting to discourage you, and this is not on that particular topic. I think I covered enough of that. But there are people who, when you don't quit or don't give up, they get pissed at you. When you keep winning, when you keep dodging the bullets, when you continue to thrive, even when there's no way at that time, you know? Yeah, no church in the background. That's right. You heard that the other night. <laughs> yeah, they get loud. And they do, they do some, who am I to say, but it's a little bizarre. They have a little, it's a separate structure. It's not a house. It's like, I'd say it's about maybe 20 feet, 25 feet by about 50 feet, maybe. Maybe not even that big. It's square. It has windows around it. It's on the church grounds. There's a door facing the church, and there's windows all the way around. It's always open. Sometimes they lock it. But around 2 o'clock in the morning, 3 in the morning, all of a sudden you hear... Brruh, And you look and you see maybe like 15 people in there in the spirit. They're making animal noises. What is that? I don't know, but it happens during the week, anytime, and a bunch of them making all kinds of noises. And it's directly affiliated with the church. They do it during the services too, you know. <laughs> Thank you, Ayapo, you know, but all I want to say is an addendum before I go is that just, just don't be discouraged when people try to put traps in your, in, in, in your path, because they're not always going to put the obvious traps. They're going to put things that come in stages where it'll hit you down the line, but you don't know they're the ones that planted it. So this is why I dissect everything. And those who have already showed their hand with me, showed their ass with me, they don't ever have a shot on really getting next to me. Once you show your ass, or I figure out your ass, that's it. Boom. At this point, 
There are no mistakes with grown folks who do venomous things to you or say venomous things about you. They have their sense. And when you bust them, you have some who will try to lie their way out of it, or the best ones will do the favor and just leave your life because they know that you figured them out and you busted their ass. I don't mean busted. I mean busted them in what they're doing against you. When you're not feeling enthusiastic for the day, like I said, it may be a human thing where you took a loss as far as a friend or family member. You might be very stressed financially and that's pulling on you. But other than that, if you don't feel enthusiasm for your day, it could be something you're doing. It could be something where maybe your nutrition is off. You have a major deficiency. And as we get older, we have to watch it because those things are real. I was speaking to a sister. I always never really mention names. She's been on the show, right? And she was saying that when she took certain supplements, she can feel it going through her. I'm the same way. If you're not deficient in it, you won't feel that rush. But if you are, you, that means you're really in touch with yourself. Because you know how sometimes when you're a kid and the summer vacation is hot and you run inside to get something to drink and you're dehydrated and sweaty and you drink and drink and drink and drink. And drink. It's like you can feel this thing go, oh, you know what I mean? You feel it. And you sit there, you take a break. You start drinking again. And you're like, ah. You stand there for a while and you go back out and play. You know, but don't let people do that to you. Protect yourself. Question yourself. Because you can sometimes be the victim of somebody else's expectations and you can be the victim of your own limitations. Because they put this in your head. And you feel to be around these folks, you got to lower yourself to be. And I said lower. What you mean? You think you better? No, I didn't say I'm better. I didn't say I'm better. I may make better decisions for me. And you need to make better decisions for you. So don't get caught up in trying to prove something to people who are lazy and don't want to do nothing with their damn life. There's got to be motivation from within. And you ain't going to come between that. Dude told me I need to stop doing my videos. No, what are you threatened by them? You threatened by my pursuit of making myself better? And at the same time, YouTube is a very small part of my life. This, this, this is me pouring out myself. I'm not striving to be this YouTuber. I'm sharing what I already am with people who listen, if you can find some value out of it. So many people, well, what you got to do? For, no, just be your damn self. But some people can't be themselves because they don't feel the, the selves that they are is good enough. Riri, welcome. So no, think highly of yourself. And if anybody is threatened because you, it's not a belief thing, it's a knowing because you know in yourself. I know when I put paper to pencil or, or, or pencil to paper and pen, I'm going to come up with something good. Do you get mad at the guy in the construction site who has the plans and says, well, in spring of next year, we'll be this high. So when white folks do it, we don't have a problem with it. Because we feel they're the saviors anyway. And many of us think we're so think so low on ourselves that we don't think we can be the savior for anything, not even our own life. So this is what we got to look outside of.
ourselves because we don't think we're good enough to save nothing, to manifest nothing. So that's why we're going to take it out of ourselves and wait for the sky daddy that ain't show up. How long do you wait for the bus that's never going to show up? It might have been scheduled to show up, but they told you it was going to be there. After you see it's not coming, why are you still waiting for a bus that's not going to arrive? I saw a picture of two skeletons. They were dressed up in church-like clothes, leaning on the bus stop, sitting down. And the caption said, waiting for Jesus. Okay, I'm not going to insult nobody. But let's say Mr. Jesus was coming. Don't you think that he would have want you to start doing something before he got there? Why are you soaking up so-called spiritual wisdom out of a religious book that has good stories in it, but you still ain't doing nothing for it? Do you get on a job and they leave instructions on your computer or in your email or on a paper in front of you and on what you're supposed to do? But I'm going to wait for the supervisor to come here. Well, when you get when he gets there, you might be out of a job. You see, you got time. I always say it's an artificial construct, but it's something that's very much real while we're here on this planet. You're just going to say, I'm waiting on so-and-so. Well, you're just escorting yourself in a non-effective way toward a transition that won't mean anything because you didn't do anything when you were here. You're waiting on Jesus, but you're waiting for that to get that brand new Escalade, that big truck that you, you don't want to get. I ain't going to get that. Uh, what you mean? Get me a, a Yaris. I don't want no Yaris. How I look driving a Yaris. Well, how you look waiting on the bus that don't show up. You got to this pride for the wrong things. And I'm going to aim it at black people. There's all kind of people. That's what I know. I got a degree in black peopleology. I also have another degree, several degrees and certificates in niggerism. So I know this all my life. I don't need to read no book. No white man going to come on the show and tell me about what I know about being around my people and me and how I react with them. Where's your degree? I'm going to make one. Black peopleology. I understand. See, somebody didn't like that. Just let me know if you can hear me. <laughs> uh, you can hear me. Let me know if you can hear me. Let me know. Oh, they're playing games with me now. How's the sound going? Loud and clear, good. That's what happens when you're in a war and you fight. Now I'm beginning to think something different now. You know, when I checked, everybody else had their lights. Why me? Now I'm getting paranoid, but not in a bad way. I'm good. The way of living out here, I still wouldn't trade it for anything else. Oh, good. So I'm the only one. On. I had this other backup on. So I'm going to wrap up soon. Not that I'm getting frustrated or whatever. I'm the only one that spent a certain amount of time on it. But like I said, you keep pushing. They come back on, I'm going to come back on. But black peopleology, yes, I have a degree in that. Okay, let me see what um, else is going on here. All right, let me see. Okay, this thing is working slow. Let me put this banner back up and we'll make it happen. We'll make it pop. Man, I've been on for an hour and 20 minutes already. Sometimes you just don't know. 
how time passes by. Let's put this back up there as a visual. Boy, they trying me tonight. <laughs> they trying me tonight. I want to put a different banner here. In the meantime, for those who haven't, download the Landscurve app on Google Play, the App Store, Amazon. And there's another one I have it on. I got to get used to saying it, you know. But there's the instructions. It's going to scroll across the bottom. But yeah, like I said, do not let people, and I'm going to run after this, do not let people discourage you in what it is that you desire to do. Even if it seems like it's so far away. I tell people, all this stuff I'm talking, I got pretty much in my 20s and I embellished the knowledge and a little bit of wisdom I had from 30s, 40s, 50s. I'm soon leaving the 50s. But pretty much I experienced many things in that it, it, it was embellished and added on to in those different categories. And with many of us, it's the same way. People say, well, man, you, you're a good writer. I say, yeah, I make a lot of typos. I have a good thought flow, but I do those long run-on sentences sometimes because my mind never stops. But I learned how to express myself from birth, of course, but up to my early teens was a rap. Because I love to read, I love to absorb, I love conversation. So me showing this side of myself, freestyling it is nothing new. I don't care if the lights go off or they come on or somebody kicks me in my knee or whatever. Now they do that, they're going to get kicked back. <laughs> but again, like I said, you have to have that part of you that just doesn't give a F. You are going to do this anyway. You don't always have to let the hater know that you know who they are. See? I'm not saying you have to deal with them and play along with them. No. Avoid them. Stay away from them. Make, make a strong statement that Damn, I haven't seen him come around in months. If it's some business you have to do, yeah, you do your business, but you don't owe these people anything, especially when you know they don't like you. And all they can do is drop their little bombs on you. Somebody really playing games with me tonight. Lord have mercy. Lights are back on, but we're going to leave it like this. <laughs> wow. Crazy. But I'm enjoying myself here with you, as always. And um, I got to live it the way I say it. And that's just what it is. You know, you're right, yep, you need a home, not a mansion. Right, right, right. Get what you need. And you're good. You know, people say, well, yeah, you say that, but you big, building that big thing. Let me just tell you something. I designed my home. When I gave the plans to the architect, it was a rough. He took it and put his own measurements to it. It made it way bigger than what I wanted. But it's, it, 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 it's, where it's where it is. Okay, I'm cool with that. Maybe that's where it's supposed to be. Which translated to a lot of people, oh, he got a lot of money. I don't need to tell you what I got in my pocket, damn it. I don't give a F. But for those who know, they know that I'm just like anybody else, you know, budgeting and, and planning. I don't have any excess. And when I do one day, I'm not going to apologize for that either. You know, but, but you get what you need. I know some people who will be happy to live in a small, small, tiny home because they don't have a house right now. They'd love to have the elements offered them. But they're not homeless because in their heart, you see, 
They don't look at it that way. I don't care about the prestige of, of wearing this designer outfit or this expensive cologne. I got a couple things from the old days I still got around. But I, I, like I said, 90% of my clothes that I had that I had from New York and then I got in Florida, it's warm in Florida. When it gets hot out here, it's hot out here. I gave them away. I pulled up in a vehicle at a homeless shelter on Terry Street. Those in Orlando know where that is. I didn't even go in the shelter because you have people who they may have drug problems and they don't allow them in the shelter when they test. So they sleep outside on the sidewalk close by to the shelter because they know random people come up to give out food. And if you're inside the shelter, you ain't getting it. So they'll say, okay, we're going to sleep on the curb outside and have a bunch of people knocked out. So I rolled up. Wasn't my pickup truck. It was Mr. Skurve's son. And I had all them clothes. Some of them I didn't even wear. Had, had the, you know, the tags on them. And I yelled out, come and get it. Hell, they woke up and flew over there. And this was back at a time when, um, you know, I still knew a lot of people in the street. Ain't you the bus driver? Yeah, I'm the bus driver. I'm not driving the bus no more. <laughs> so they were grabbing them. And when I passed through the area again days later, I saw dudes that were houseless. And they were walking down the street with the shirt on and they still had the tag on it. See, they were so proud to have something brand new that nobody ever wore that they kept the tag on it to show that this is something new. I guess it was some prestige thing with the folks who were around there. Not that all of them thought that way. You know, that's what I'm trying to say. Why do they worry about other people's money? We're in this system we need to navigate. Sometimes it's low for me. Sometimes it's good for me. Sometimes whatever, but it is what it is. We, why don't we worry about other people's air? Are you breathing quality air? Have you been eating quality food? Are you getting the nutrients? It's all about money. <laughs> Nobody's worried about the quality of your life, but they worry about your money. It's crazy. And when you have it, you can't take that with you. Is it something? So why focus on it beyond the point where it needs to be focused on? Secure yourself. Make it where you don't have worries. Learn all you need to do to navigate with that because we're in this world, in this system, but I'm trying to get out of the system. Like I said, I'm still in the system. I physically move my body and I'm a lot out of the system even before I came here because there's certain things I wasn't going to spend on. And now I want to get to a point where there's less and less I have to depend on because that one, that thing you depend on, that's the thing that rules you or wants to rule you. It's a funny call, but all of us have been dealt a different deck in life and have different challenges. I don't have problems. I have challenges because I'm a champion. I know that. I'm not going to apologize. That old funky picture when I was bodybuilding, you saw what I did with my body at 19 years old with no steroids at all. When, when, when the natural teenage nat uh, nationals beat out people from all over the country, it wasn't about no body. It was about the mind. That's the same mind I got. I'm an older man. I don't look like that no more. But I'm a champion. You think Muhammad Ali is less of a champion before he passed away with the Parkinson's and you saw him in public appearances and he wasn't, oh, I don't want nobody to see me shaking. He was shaking because he had that, but damn it, I'm a champion. He knows this. And when you know that, you can rise to any occasion when any opposition is in front of you. 
You have the control of yourself. I'm not no quitter. Like the dude who, oh, you know, you're an African now. You need to, you need to stop what you're doing. That's a quitter. Watch me shine. This is not a brag thing. This is a positive reinforcement that we are allowed to do for ourselves. And when you get around a native, low vibrational, non-goal having punks, they don't want you talking like that because it forces them to look within themselves. Oh, damn it. He thinks so high of himself. Yes, I do. Because I was made by the most high. When you, and I'm not equating this with money. But if your daddy owns these mansions and owns everything from one horizon to the next, you're not supposed to be walking around a poor mentality. And I don't mean money. I said it that way. I mean the attributes of the spirit. Confidence. Connectedness. Sense of purpose. Many of us don't have a sense of purpose. We might as well be a car sitting in somebody's yard on crates with no wheels. But the engine seized up. But man, the car that's maintained. Are you maintaining yourself? You can't maintain yourself properly when, when, when you're a prisoner of somebody else's expectations. Because now they dictate the lane in which you travel in. Oh, you know, they got a speed limit. I can't go that fast. When you are in your own lane, you do what you want to do. If you want to sit up all night and create and you're playing your music and you're having your fun, then damn it, do that. When I'm over here by my work desk, my workstation, in front of the computers and creating and drawing and writing, man, I'm in heaven. You can't take me away from that. You can't come between me and that. And there are many who have found out, like, damn, I can't hold the keys to his happiness because his happiness comes from within. And what he does, find your purpose in what you do and, and, and lose yourself in that. No outside circumstances of people trying to isolate you from their little petty clans. I don't want to be around you. No way if you vibrate low. And at the end of my day, you will see what I created that day, which brings me a great sense of satisfaction. I'm running my mouth on a YouTube live right now. Okay, cool. But you know what? It's more than that because I'm going to move into another level of my creativity when I get off of this live. I've been saying for the last 30 minutes I was getting off, and yeah, I'm getting off soon, but these things keep popping in my head. I'll talk about the, about the subject matter in the beginning, and I'll just go off on what hits me in my dome. But you should always feel like you're doing that ring walk to a fight that you know you're going to win. Come on with it. If you think you can stop me, try. You're wasting your time. And after so many victories in what you and your chosen area of expertise or if it's multiple things, so be it. Let them see your record. These people who are getting older and older and have nothing to show for it. And I get it. It doesn't mean just money. It might be you have a hobby. It might be where you're focusing really on raising your family. Kudos to my dear close friend who might be listening. I'm not going to say your name because we're going to keep certain things anonymous. His daughter is graduating uh, college. And I'm, I'm not one who, oh, go to college, go to college. But the way they're doing it is proper because the area that she's in, she's going to get paid. And she loves doing it. But that didn't happen by chance. It happened because he chose a good woman and she chose a good man. And they laid the stakes down. And I watched them over the last few decades have a fertile household and home. 
And that's what comes out of it. Now, all of our lives don't end up like that. Sometimes we can choose the wrong person. And I might come on and talk about that after I do a little thing, because that's something I wanted to talk about also. So I might do a double whammy today. I might just start out on the phone so no power outage can stop anything. I might go on the phone after charging up and just go out in the street, just walk, take a long walk. You don't have to be sitting down behind no desk when you're doing a live. You can just walk with it as long as the noise is not too loud. I might do that. So anyway, I have everything on, and I'm going to – I might come on again just to wrap it down properly, but I'm coming on to wrap it down. I'm going to keep on talking. This is going to take a second. You know, it might happen again. I don't know. I don't care. They ain't stopping me. <laughs> ah, that's what you have to do. But um, let me come on here again. It ended up right. See, when I'm knocked off of a uh, live because of a power outage, I want to end the show right. It's like, yeah, I got her pregnant, but I got to marry her now. <laughs> I knocked off the show, but I'm going to put it back the way it started and make it right. Go on, brother, make it right. Even though that's not always the right thing to do. <laughs> uh, that's not always the right thing to do. Okay, I'm, I'm getting this soon. All right, let's see how this is working. Uh, just give me a second. Matter of fact, I should play some music, right? Nah, I'll let it sit like that. Let me stop the cam. Go through this whole process all over again, which is becoming a pain in the backside, but it is what it is. And you know what? I am not frustrated because when you're in a fight, you will get hit. When you're in a fight, it, it may hurt, but is your passion from within strong enough to overcome and win that battle? Because that's all it is, is a battle. Okay, let's see. Coming on in. All right. I'm going to hear some echo. I'm going to add this to the stream. Okay, okay hold, hold tight. tight. We're going to remove this one. one. Let, Let me know, know if, if you can, can hear me, me on this other line. Let me Let just, just check my sound, sound here. It, it should be. Yeah. I think, I think that's, that's what, what I have, have to remove. remove. I'm not even sure. Okay, okay, yeah, I gotta remove this one. All right, I'm good. So keep the phone close by. I'm back. Oh, it's beautiful, man. It's beautiful. I, I meant to answer you back, but I had an important phone call that I took because you sent it to me earlier. And um, I was looking at it and you want to put your name a little more in the forefront. Always keep your name in the forefront. Always do that. You know, there's no crime in doing that. You got to promote yourself. You're the one making it and creating it. You got to promote yourself. That's the bottom line. So here it is. Okay, let me put this up on here. We're going to end this up right. All right, let's open this camera. I'm back until it comes back out again, right? Don't care. I'm going to keep on throwing punches. Sometimes you get knocked down. Sometimes that's the way it is. But, um... I want to speak about that on a separate show. I might touch it now and then come back another time with it since it's on until the lights blink out again, right? But um, lots of times we get into our relationships because the state of mind that we're in is quite carnal. And we deal with the situation after the fact. And you as a man might be looking at this well-shaped woman in the club or in the street. And that's what kind of sways you to want to get to know her. 
You're no different than a dog in the heat. And then you kind of connect and you find favorable things about this person. But after a while, you end up marrying them or or getting together, living with them, whatever kind of half commitment or full commitment. And you realize that, oh, man, this was based on the wrong thing. See, if you don't have no life goals on your own for yourself, it's not going to work. If they don't have any goals or have a trajectory in the past that showed that they were striving for something, it ain't going to work. It ain't going to work. There's a lot of people who are not ambitious at all in whatever it is that they do, but they want to hook their cart onto your horse and have you pull for the both of them. Now, one person might be better off financially and say, hey, sweetheart, you know, you're going to have some children, keep the home, whatever. And because you are both in it for real, not no paranoid thing, but I got to keep me a stash girl because I think he might just dump me. That happens in life. And that means you, you, you're you getting with somebody who you haven't saturated and, and, and blended with to know. And it's still a risk because people are fraudulent. We all have secret motivations and hidden agendas, most of us. You take time. You know, people in this generation, the younger generations, they're flipping through Instagram pages. Damn, that girl look good. Damn, I'll marry her. Why, why, you don't know this woman. Why are you going to marry her? I was around these bunch of folks the other day, and this guy was going through Instagram, going through TikTok, and he was like, man, look at that girl, man. Ooh, I'd marry her in a heartbeat. Would you know there wasn't even a real woman he didn't even look at? It looked real, but it was a computer-generated image. He's why he wanted to marry her. So was it because of the attributes that this fake thing had? No, it was because of her backside and that little waistline. And you think it on the carnal level. And we're fed this now. And like I said before, we got all of these old fools out here who are trying to recapture whatever they think they missed. And there's something. This life goes quick. Men, even your penis will lead you the wrong way if you think with that head alone. Being a slave to your loins. I didn't make that one up. I had a teacher, Miss Frazier, in the High School of Art and Design, and there was always one guy who was coming in late. She couldn't say anything lewd to him, but she said, oh, you're always so late. You're just a slave to your loins. <laughs> Classic, classic. The foolishness, y'all. The orifice, they all feel good. Different shape, but what's behind it? That's the scary thing. They all feel good. You connect the dots, you feel the friction, you feel a sensation, but if there's not no meaning behind it, it ain't feeling as good as it could when you're with the person you're supposed to be with. And it's not like, well, I'm away for the person I'm supposed to be with. It may not be that way to debunk the whole soulmate thing. That's cool that you can be that way, but I believe you can have more than one opportunity to find love and connectedness when you have your stuff straight and they have their stuff straight and you sit down and you make your agreement. You can get a new apartment and see all the things that look pretty in it and realize that you're not happy in that apartment. 
You can take time and think about and check this other one out. It fits like a glove. One person asked me, do you believe in soulmates? To a point that some can be better because you remember, you meet people, you're meeting them at that point of their development as it is right then and there. You may think that that person was the worst person for you at that time when you checked them out. And 20 or 30 years later, you're like, wow. Wow. There are people who met me years ago who like me. They sampled the goods. You know, when you're going through the makeup and culinary in, a, in, 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 a, in the shopping mall department store, they say, come try this. And they put it on the strip. And you <laughs> oh, that smells good. I'm going to keep this one. Spray it again. Try to get a freebie. A little bit. of Okay. I, didn't, I wasn't even looking at the chat room. Let me move this up. Put this way over here somewhere. But yeah. But a lot of times we, we, we just base our decision on something on a whim. Get it with somebody is, is a very special thing. You know, and it's very important that you, you, you know that you're going long term with this thing. They may not be perfect to the eye either. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm married. I'm, I'm off the market. But what I'm saying is that if I wasn't I, at this point in my life, I'm not basing it on looks. Now, you can't be sitting there talking about, well, I'm, not, I'm 500 pounds because I, I don't want to do anything and I'm eating this bad food. Now, if I get with you and you become 500 pounds because of some illness, I'm going to still rock with you because you can't help that. We'll do the best we can. That's commitment. And many of us in these relationships, so when we're carnal, I want to say this, I'm still going to go soon. I'm about to kick off into a whole other show until the lights go out. But a lot of us who are carnal get fooled by these people who have lived their life. And this is for the folks who've lived, you know, in their 50s, 60s going up, and they're still looking. Well, guess what? They're going to dupe you because you're carnal and try to win you over and sway you with the carnalities, with the sex acts performed, hoping you don't really dig deep into their past because they got a lot of F-ups in their past and they only want to use you as a ticket to make it right. But it ain't right. They throwing you a little butt, they throwing you a little suck off or whatever. And you lay it out, oh, oh my God, oh, I haven't felt like this in a long time. Oh my God, a physical thing. So if you cook me a good meal and it's real good, best I ever had, I'm going to marry you because of that? There might be you, where you just a good cook. I got to look beyond these things now. I can't take it on face value. What happens when times get tough? Are you going to ride with me? What happens when things don't look so good? What happens if I get ill? Will you stay with me? What happens with that? We need to go down the list and make sure, just like when they sell or they have these Toyotas, this is a used Toyota, but it's factory checked, 57 different points, 126 different points to make sure that it's excellent that you're driving a quality Toyota. <laughs> What happens to the 156-point check on the person that you're getting with? And you gave them a pass because they gave you some good head. 
and you think that's all there is to life? Do you want somebody who's going to be by your side and totally embrace what you are and understand your goals, you understand their goals and the way you both want to live and you merge moving as one? I'm not going to say together as one. You can have one mindset as far as your goals, but you're still two separate people that as time goes on, you can overlap more, overlap more. Doesn't mean one ha person has to relinquish who they are and just because now you're falling under being up under somebody else's expectations. But there are expectations. What do you expect out of me and what do I expect out of you? Not in a way where I'm trying to hold you down, but we're saying it. We're not acting holy and acting proper, but we have our own secret agenda. They're going to spring on you later on and you realize you trapped. Stop choosing people just on their body or if they got money, lots of money. Oh, I'm going to be secure. Well, you, ladies, you might get with a man who has a lot of money. And you know when a man has a lot of money, he has a lot more options of other carnal women coming at him. Can he control himself? Because he's going to have more options. I don't care if he have an eye in the middle of a head, of his head, one tooth hanging out, breath smell like Limburger cheese. He's going to have options. So with your money in the mansion that he puts you in, in the car he has you driving, can you take him having three and four and five other women? What kind of narrow, shallow trade-off is that? Don't you see yourself as being better? And a lot of these guys and women, who I speak for both, I'm not going to say it over twice. It's men and women. But speaking as a man, there are a lot of women out here who adorn themselves they, they, and they have this attitude, but they're really saying, please, please let somebody come by that I can use. Not all. Not all sisters here in this chat room. And you look at them like they're a prize, but they're just another high-priced whore who will do you or anybody who has what is needed for them in their pocketbook, not all women. And I, I encourage women to enjoy their being female. I'm not saying you got to walk outside naked, but you're not supposed to hold back what God gave you. Enjoy that, but don't use that as a weapon. You can be sexy and decent at the same time. It's the subtleties of a woman. I gave a massive compliment to Sister Oyala on the last show that we did, and we have the other one coming. But she pulled back her hair and showed how beautiful her head was. And we're not going by no European standard of low standard of beauty. She's a very beautiful woman. And I'm an artist, and I look, you know, I was all up in her face because I had to cut out the image and put it on something else. So I'm in her face. I'm like, man, this is a beautiful woman. I'm saying that righteously. Look at her teeth. Look at the skin. Look at the head. It, 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 oh, y'all, your head's so perfect. It look computer generated. I don't think mine is too bad, but it's kind of big. <laughs> but we have all types of beauty around us. Was she hanging out of her clothes? No. And even that's not a sin when you're doing your thing behind closed doors. It's beautiful. I think a man should always have his eyes on his woman behind like just, I can't believe how beautiful you are. Just looking. Just looking. But you have to earn that. 
in today's world is just the hookup culture, you know? Yeah, yeah. Please don't walk outside naked. We are not there yet as a community. We're no longer a tribal. Exactly. No, that wouldn't work. Not with the mind that we have in the Western world. You know, and I've been through places here in Africa where I've gone through certain villages and I had to readjust myself because, you know, I walked down a little road there. Oh, good morning. How are you? And I'm like, this lady's titties are hanging out. Now, see my reaction? I'm the one that's off because it was nothing to her. And she turned around and said, hey, to some woman. And the woman was like, wait for me. And the boobs were bouncing. No thing. Do you see animals wearing bras in the natural habitat? I never saw a deer walk by and clip, 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 run them out with a bra. I don't see squirrels wearing brassiers and panties. But we're not at that point because we've regressed so bad in our thinking. And it's dominated by this sex thing. Sex, 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 sex. Damn. I don't want to think about sex sometime. We are sexual beings, yes. But it's always not about a conquest. And I can't stand when dudes hit me up. Yeah, man, that girl you had on the show, man. Yeah, I know what's going on with that, man. You're going to be busy when you come back to America. What do you mean by busy? What are you talking about? I know what they're talking about, but I'm going to make them say it. Man, you got someone busy waiting for you? I said there are righteous individuals waiting for me. They happen to have genitalia. I'm not coming around there for that. Imagine that. Come out to America on a visit. You know, Lance hit 27 states and 59 women. I'm not no trucker. I'm not saying that the truckers are bad. But you know how many truckers could could, um, have children all over the place. I know a dude who's trying to follow in the footsteps of his father. His father has 69 children. 60, and he's up in age and driving. He's just driving across the country. And he got families across the country that don't even know there's other families. That is crazy. And when he shows up, you know, I don't think he's doing nothing for them children. And some are grown all the way down to newborns. And he said he knows he has way more than that. He said, I really, I got 69 that I know of, but I know it's got to be about 150 because I've been spraying the country. That's sick. And then what? And then we have this thing, some men have this thing about being proud that, now if you're righteously taking care of your children, they're there with you and you have a lot of children, you're proud of that because you have a home, you're setting up, right? And you can handle it. But these guys who spraying off and all these women and letting them run off and just having to take care of themselves and you're not even there. And, and things happen, I understand. I've been in situations, but it's crazy. Yeah, I see you shaking your head, Sharina. <laughs> yeah. Just like you have women who have been hoochified all their life and they've been exposed to better and will tell you, ain't nothing going to stop me. I'm going to live the way I live. I don't care. Uh, you can call me a hoochie all you want. But the minute they have a child, they want the props that comes with righteous motherhood. Like all of a sudden, all the years you was in the club and going out in the parking lot and getting on your knees to service some man's crotch for a line of cocaine. I can tell you some stories of things that I know. 
and you running all up and down. I'm not going to, the child is innocent. I'm not going to knock that. But now all of a sudden I'm supposed to make you the saint. Now, who is this calling me? Knowing good and doggone well, I'm doing a show. And I missed a lot of calls too. It might be important. I might have to shut this down. I don't know. Let me see. And this phone takes forever to get to where I have to go. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Because I can't call back now. <laughs> right? But whoever I have to call back, and this is this phone has been dropped. I'm bad with phones, y'all. Phones are like, okay, let's see who it is. Okay. Chats. Calls. Okay. Were those the ones that I missed? Let me throw a text. Okay. Let me throw a text. I'm on a live. It's good when people check on you. All right, good. Good, good, good. But yeah, we, we they expect, I'm a mother now, and I'm not going to disrespect you in front of your child or whatever. That that will come back to haunt you. But they really feel now that, you know, like you're a different person now because you just did the biological function of, of getting hit by a man's sperm, but you weren't thinking righteous before. And people do make misjudgments. There are people who get who get lied to. Like the young girl, they always talk about, mommy, he told me he loved me. We have a lot of those situations too. So I'm not demonizing women that way. And we have the men who go around with the intention of, like it's a pinball game. Like I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit them ovaries. Bing, got the prize. Ah, and they're gone. So it works both ways. Or they've been whoring around and had babies. Yeah, there's my little girl right here. You look just like me. Yeah, you can't knock the child. But how are you going to be proud at the whoring around and making all these babies that you ain't taking care of? It's a responsibility, like a gun. See, you shoot somebody with a gun, it changes their life. It might even kill them. You shoot somebody with sperm and hit them eggs, it's going to change their life. They might die on the table. They're giving birth, but it may kill something in them at that point. I've seen a lot of that go on. I've seen a lot of young, <clears throat> innocent women who they may have been in college. They may have been going after some, some type of certification or uh, doing some apprentice work in a, in a business, but they're fresh and they're young and, and they have this light in their eyes. And there are men out here who take joy that's what turns them on, on the lower level. If you're a real man, you should get turned on on the higher levels and say, you know what? This is a young lady I can build with. Look how she's aspiring to improve her life for the future. This is somebody I want to get with. Be about something, men and women, but be about something. When you present yourself to a woman and you want to spend time with her and get to know her and let her know straight up, I am very much interested in you. I'm going to respect you and I'm not going to bring anything but the best for you. Or if a woman lets you know that she's interested in you, 
and you might have a certain power over her as far as the attraction. You don't abuse that and get her in the bedroom. You tell her, listen, I would love to. I'm a man. You're a beautiful woman. But my life is not right yet. Let me let's take time to know each other. And let me get my life together and explain to her what it may be. You want to hurry up and get married because this woman got some half mansion, but your credit ain't right. Your circumstances aren't right. You might have some paper to walk off. You might be on parole. Doesn't mean you could have been innocent or whatever. And women don't settle for less. Oh, he got a six pack and look at his chest muscles and he's hanging down to his knee. There are women who put big stock on that. But that hanging down to his knee Negro might not know how to pay a bill or be capable of doing that. The lights go out. There's nothing romantic about that. The only thing romantic about the lights being out is when you put them out because you want them out. Sometimes you want the lights on and peeking in that mirror when you're doing your thing. Ooh, that look good. You don't have to say a joke. So it has to be where if you want, and I say it this way, if you want that fantasy, you better be a fantasy. You see what I mean? Don't expect nothing. You know, girl, you're getting fat. You're losing weight. But you got a gut out here looking like you in your third trimester of pregnancy as a man. And men don't get pregnant. The candles. That's right. The candles. <laughs> if you want it, you got to bring it. If you want a woman of quality, you got to be a man of quality. Not some dude trying to patch up his past to get over and she finds out stuff later on. Because this is the computer age, you know. You can lie face to face. You know, but people start digging up. So present it. Even if you may be 95% there and you feel funny and she's willing to work with you, just, just bear, bear it. Treat her like she's Department of Defense or Homeland Security. Bear it out so she knows everything. So when, she, when, when, when it's time for her to find out from an outside source, there's no shock. So if you got 14 kids out there and you're trying to pay child support for all of them, because the first one gets the most, the second one gets the least, whatever, whatever, with what you have left over, let her know. Because there's always that girlfriend who might work down at the child support agency and run his name on her own. And she holds it to herself for a while, but she can't take it no more. And here comes that call. Girl, I, I struggled with this for a long time. What is it, Sally? Oh, God. You know, your man. What about him? He cheating? Well, no, he ain't cheating, but he was really, real busy for a while. What you talking about? How many kids did he tell you he have? Well, he told me about them three. Well, can you add, baby? Three plus 11 equals 14. What? And you mean to tell me you plan on marrying him? Yeah, we, 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 we're engaged already. Well, that job you got, you know, you ain't altogether financial, financially stable all the way either. You're better off than him. But what you going to do? You need to talk to him. And I ain't hating, but I can't be a friend and let that go on. And I know this. Well, thank you, girl. Messed up my day, but we're going to talk.
So be upfront. This is the computer age. It's even worse now. It's even worse because these different countries are combining their systems, right? I keep it with a lot of Ghanaian news. And Ghana has a lot of industries that make a lot of money, although the people of Ghana are not benefiting from it. The politicians, the big businesses, corporations, companies coming here and exploiting and it's going right over the people's heads. They recently gave uh, uh, an adjustment in the minimum wage here. And if I told you what the minimum wage was, I forgot exactly what it was. It was um, 14 CDs now, 14 plus CDs, where it's in one American dollar for 14 plus CDs. This is gonna make this, I, I have a better level of understanding on the folks who are here who are not making much money. Do you know what that translates to? In a 40-hour week in U.S. dollars? I did the rough calculation. You work 40 hours at minimum wage here. What do you get in U.S. dollars? $42 equivalent. $42. I know if this was America and it was like that, there'd be stick-ups, bank robberies, shootings and killings every day, which is already that way. But imagine if it was like that. So on that note, in a humorous sense, I'll say thank God for Jesus because the folks here are so religious and they do not want to go to hell. So they ain't going to do something that will land them there. You go to the market and they'll try to overprice it when they see that you are a Bruni, a white man or foreigner. So since they identify me by the way I talk, the way I walk, I see it as me being a black man in a black country. Uh-uh. We're Ghanaian and you're American. So you're, you're, you're the other. Only the ones who have an elevated mindset will, will embrace me. It goes on over here. You think a black man from Nigeria can, you know, not, they, they don't think separate that way. Oh, you're Nigerian. Get away from me. You're different. What? You down the road in the same country with an imaginary borderline that chances are some white man made. And now you look at each other different. But we run so hard to go after that one who don't look like us. So we have that perception that they're living a better life. It's, 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 it doesn't make any sense. And it goes with that whole interracial thing. I'm touching, they're going to be like, he started out one way. Well, he's not talking about, you know, <laughs> expectations. But a lot of us are so brainwashed. There's a clip that I wanted to show. I couldn't find it again. I got to pull it up on WhatsApp. It was sent to me about this white man who was talking about the beauty and essence of a black woman. He went into detail and there were brothers in the comments section who were like, man, that's the way I feel to a black woman. That's the way I feel to a black woman. And what he said, too, is that there are many black men who don't like me feeling this way. But after a while, he went into so much detail, not about the black woman in general, but black women that he went after and who that he was with. So now they become this fetish. Like, like 
You're not into any other woman but the black woman. And you white. Let people like that. Is that wrong or right? I don't know what you would say. But something kind of weird about that. The same way we got brothers who are like, huh, I don't want to see no system. You know, I, I, I love them blonde and blue-eyed. 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 <laughs> Making up words again. So now you sitting here focusing on one thing instead of saying, I had a nice experience of one who was so-and-so. This too, yes, the, the way their lips, and I think it's because of the contrast of our skin and I'm white and they're black and their buttocks, you know, uh, envelops my penis when I'm behind them and I see it disappear. Kind of weird. Something up with it. And there was another one that I met. Like you just collecting one thing and you say you're not looking at them on an animalistic level, but you're talking about them on that level because you're only talking about the physical. What kind of mess is that? So you can say that and it's all right? I'm, I'm not supposed to get mad? And then we have some sisters who want to look at the white man as a savior. I ain't going to mess with no brothers no more. That's no different than a woman who's dealt with bad men because of bad choices. I'm not going to mess with men. I'm going to go, I'm going to be lesbian now. It's, it's not something that you dial up. Like you're going to change your outfit and you're going to be a lesbian now and you go to the club with your lesbian girlfriend and she catches you looking in the direction of another woman. You're not even looking at the woman and here she come with her bull dyke self, drag you out the club and beat your eyes black. You can't see. Look like Rocky. Cut it open. Cut it open. And you left men because of that. You had bad experiences with certain men. You made what's up with your choices? Exactly, Oyala. Many of our sisters run off because they're brainwashed. And see, we're brainwashed by media. In that uh, little clip that I did when I was walking under the mall about Nigeria banning models that were not, man, that thing damn near went viral. I checked the 20 and 30 and 40,000, might be near 50, boop, 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 boop. I just flipped it over on the women, made it. Plain as can be, but it touched a nerve. Oh, what if the Nigerian was born in Nigeria, but they were white? Ban their ass too. They need to tighten them and say, no Caucasians, no matter who you're from, where you're from. But we, we always want to look at the next thing like the savior. So I get this white man, and just like on all the white TV shows and soap operas, you know, we'll live in a house where the lights never go out. We'll live in a house where we have a maid and there's always food and, and everything is just so perfect. The white world. Where is the white world that you're looking at? All these white folks lined up in, in the street. Meth, crystal meth, amphetamine addicts, crackheads, whores, prostitutes. Go, go run. Is it this color of the skin? But you got brainwashed into thinking white is better. And they hate when you see or you show the world that it's not that way. White lady called me racist. I can't be racist. I don't control. I can't. Yeah, well, you know, oh, you're prejudiced. How, how can I prejudge something that I know so well? I'm judging because I don't know. No, I know the treatment in America oh so well. And they hate to see you speak out on it. I'm not prejudging. It's not like I never had dealings with you. I know you well. You don't come through words like I'm supposed to jump into place. How dare you? Okay, <laughs> I was wrong. <laughs> I really know it's right, but I can't do this with these white people. You got some who they come here 
And they're walking down the street, walking through the mall, walk, and they look at you and they put their head down. Because you know you ain't going to get away with that stuff over here. Right? Okay, who is this calling me now? This company here. Let me see something. Hello? Going once, going twice, going three times. Let's, 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 let's put the number of the harasser out there. I'm doing it. That's in Florida. 407-358-0461. The whole world knows your number now. Oh, my God. What are we going to do? And that number has been calling me, breathing, hanging up, calling. Good. I remember it. It was on the live stream now. I don't give a F. I told you. Say what you got to say. I thought it was another company that I had to pick up for. That's why I picked it up. And then you have those other ones who come here, the parasites, and they're walking with their arrogance because they have a troop of people around them. Oh, please, can I cover your bag for you? Oh, please, can I do this? Oh, you have something on your shoe? Oh, because they want money. And the great saviors come around because Jesus is the savior. So the white man is closest into Jesus. Don't know who that is. They called again, but I got them. Let them ring. Let them ring. Let them ring. I don't care. They will make something out of it. You're probably watching the show and want to come messed up now. I got you now. Prank his phone if you want to. I don't know who it is. Maybe a woman or maybe a man. I don't know who it is, but I get that all the time. I get cussed out all the time. I got called nigger more since, since I left and came over to Africa. White folks, you're a nigger. Oh, really? And I'll engage him. I'm going to try to record some of them. He should stay in Africa. I said, what you think I'm going to do? Y'all told me to come out here, and that was the best thing I could have done. And they don't like me showing that it's not mud huts and dangerous jungles with dangerous snakes and poverty and whatnot. I've seen more luxury cars since I came out here. And I'm not into that. The people live in the perception, the arrogance of America and many who are American. They have an arrogance. Many have an arrogance. They turn their nose. What are you moving over there for? Why do you want to go someplace like that? There's certain amenities that they have in abundance in America. There's certain things you'll never experience over in America. But they hate when you show the benefits or show how advanced it could be. There are issues and there are challenges here. Yeah. The government situation with corruption is off the chain. But I'm new here and I don't talk about those things until I get to know. I don't know all the ins and outs. I'm like an old roach in a new kitchen. I done went from next door and went through the driveway, came up in this new Roaches greeted me like, hey man, what's up? Slap me five, give me a high five or a high two. <laughs> Bing! But when them lights come on and they run to the little spots where they know to go because the little place so well, I'm sitting here like, where do I run? Oh, like get smashed by somebody's foot. So I'm not dumb. But you get them parasitic people who come and they got that, they know you from somewhere else and looking at you like, I'm, so, I'm looking right back at them. Boy, I haven't seen one of you in like three months. And that was on TV. And then I saw blinking and whatnot. Boy, 9% of the population of the world, minority, look right over there. Some guy mumbled some of them, gave me the finger. 
I said, you better be glad that I'm not in my younger days where I come over and break that finger off. How you feel being the minority over here? Arrogance. Brainwashing people thinking that, <clears throat> that that's the center of the world. And people outside thinking that it is also. I want to go to America. Why? You living good over here. Why you want to go over there? Arrogance. When over here now, when I see the billboards, cheap flights to Dubai, inexpensive flights to the Sudan or South Africa, I don't see nothing to America. I heard a dude talk about doing business with some people in South uh, America, Venezuela, different countries down there. The thing about Singapore and Vietnam and other, I'm like, wow, I don't hear America really mentioned like that. I keep in tune with what's happening over there because that's where I'm from. But they've pushed themselves up to be this iconic, whatever, the best in the world thing. And I let them know it's not like that. These skyscrapers out here, they got luxury restaurants and hotels out here. They have poverty out here too that must be dealt with. I never lie about that. But don't make it seem like only certain things are over there. But back on that interracial thing, you have a lot of brothers who feel as though, I'm just letting it all hang out until the lights go off again, right? I'm feeling good. Plus it's not, oh man, I didn't know it was this, this late. Wow. When did I start? How long I've been on? Two hours and 13 minutes? I said, maybe 30? I'm kind of ranting right now. Do you want me to stop? <laughs> yes. Okay. What I want you to do is um, hit me on Lance at LanceGurve.com that way. Okay, here. This is what it is. Because these days I get so many prank calls that I'm not picking up for everybody. All right? Hit me there, and it will take it from there. Keep going. All right, KZ. KZ, that's a good rap name like Jay-Z. I'm <laughs> just messing with you. <clears throat> Let it all hang out. All right, all right. Throw me some topics in the meantime, too. Talk about this sort of thing. It's like you throw something up there. Boom. Boom. Damn, you hitting all the shots. Boom. But the whole interracial thing, that's what I wanted to talk about. I may zone and go on and on and on, but I do have to see somebody in a little while. That's the only thing. But But they'll call me. They'll call me. Um, why do we feel that when we get with somebody I know right prank calls right I get them they may want to prank call me I will put it live right now with whatever you say and I'll blow your number up too if you call me blocking it I'm not doing it but anyway brothers what is this thing and I'm going to explain it not that I ever had it but I've observed it so much I think they kind of mess you in the algorithms when you say the C-O-O-N word so I'll call them goons but you know what I mean to say, who? <laughs> these brothers who, especially these revolutionary brothers, there's a lot of ankh-wearing, dashiki-wearing, lock-having revolutionary brothers out here that I know personally that can't keep their hands or their desires off the white woman. The only reason why they ain't get too many white women now is because they moved to a place where there's not that many. but they will talk about the pink parasite so bad, but can't keep their hands off of them. Living double lives. Meeting a chick out in the supermarket parking lot so she can hit them off 
throat babies. You know what I mean? But you talk this stuff and see when you have these, yeah, with that secret love thing going on. And it ain't love, it's lust. It's not even lust, it's a twisted desire. I call it bestiality. Ain't human. I'd have more respect for you if you bend the dog over and hit it, more so one of them. No, not really. <laughs> it's the same level. Put it that way. It's not the same vibration. See, you grew up with this upgrade mentality where you had brainwashed older black men who may have been kind of militant or kind of conscious, but they always laugh when it's something that's going on or may appear to be. You might be in elementary school and sitting next to a white girl and always around this white girl, you a black guy, you're a black boy at this time, and you may hear, you know, uh, Uncle, <laughs> I see you getting the little white girlfriends. I hear you, man. You go ahead with yourself. And you don't know what it means. Why are they always speaking in a certain way when it comes to a white girl? They might buffer me out this time, y'all. I'm going to grab the phone and do the same thing. As a matter of fact, let me get this phone ready. They're trying to buffer me out and mute me. I'm muted for a second. You know. Yep, you're right. We got to put it up that way. Here you go. Truth. And because of the buffering situation, it may be at my internet. I got a lot of internet topped off. But because of that, I may have to, you know, because when it starts doing that, it keeps going. Is it an attack? I don't know. But I got my internet right here. Where is it? Is it over here? Or is it still over there? Where did I put it? Somewhere over here in this crowded table. A little small thing. I think it's over there by the couch. Yeah, it's right there. It's all plugged up right over by the couch. I'm good. So we see this kind of favoritism. We kind of figure out there's something of the secret advantage that people are whispering and giggling. But advantage, we don't think of that in the world. We look at the TV commercials back in those days. This is better off now, but back in those days, this is why the banning models were not from Nigeria. They don't want to do this to their children. First of all, the white models that would come down from the UK were getting paid more. And you see in these faces on the billboard, no, we don't want to indoctrinate our children with that. And some white folks have got mad. Oh, what about the corruption there? What about this? There's slavery there. There's this, there's that. Because you mad that we have a start? Oh, what about the bleaching? And what about this? Listen, we are starting. You can cause an avalanche by pushing that big boulder that's on the top of the mountain. But it's hard to push it. it it's kind of hard. And once you get it over the edge and it starts rolling down the side of the mountain and knocking down dirt and other rocks, now you have an avalanche. You mad because we're waking up to what's going on and you want to ridicule us or belittle us because we're starting to wake up. So you want to jump on us. Well, hell, if Mike Tyson was fast asleep and you say, hey, Mike, and he opens his eyes and you hit him with a baseball bat, you're going to knock him out. You see what I mean? He wasn't fully awake, so you should have jumped on him to put him back in his place, being knocked out not from sleep, 
So they want to scare us and the, you know, activate that goon chip, which is, starts with a C and not a G. And we'll go back into our nigger place. Go back to your nigger place. Go back to the old order. Don't think you can do this without us. It's okay to lust after the white woman because we can dangle that in front of you and keep you in check. Because you think that what she has is better than the woman that you're graced and gifted with. And we can control you that way. And we damn sure gonna get your money when you leave her, when she leaves you and she takes you to court, she gonna get everything. And guess what, you dumb little nigger? We're gonna get the money back in our community. Because we don't care about her like that anyway. We're too busy doing each other as men. That's how it is. Like in the hills and caves of Europe, they beat their women, beat them down, and go lay up with each other. But they won't tell you that. Oh, no, they're not going to tell you that. They know themselves. They know who they are. They know what they do. They know what's in their, in their thing there. And see, this white man on that video, if I pull it up, I would have played it too. It's like he's so caught up with, and I am in the black woman. I'm not going to lay down with every black woman. I honor this thing that they have. And it's not genuine for him because he's so, that's why they don't like you to be with your black man. They're always going to push themselves up in a place that they can't go. And they have something in them. They know they're dying off and they want to live forever. They can't live, they, they can't continue and procreate. Their numbers are down. They know this atmosphere and the sun is burning them out. So they want to come on up to the strength, the strong thing. Oh, Simply Deep, they've been trying something different for hundreds of years. They know what's up. They know what's up. Now, how can they despise you, make fun of your backside, make fun of your lips, make fun of the color of your skin and the texture of your hair and, and turn around and, I want to try that. But we know that's at the base of it. But they are twisted because the sexual vibration from them, I'm going to say it, is very, very, very low. It's not powerful. Our thing we got is electric because we are electric beings. We're not sulfur-based. So it cannot be possible for you to get that rush that you get with a black woman, with a white woman. Nobody wants to say it. I'm going to say it like Millie Jackson. I just had to say it. And so many of us as black men sell ourselves short. You can't put your head in the bosom of a white woman and let her comfort you the way it comes from a black woman. There are times when in life as a younger man, it might have been a breakup that hurt me. It might have been something that I didn't accomplish that I wanted to. I was at a competition and I knew I was going to win this competition. I was dead set on it. Those things didn't break me when I got second place, but this one here, I just knew. I looked good, I performed well, whatever. And this dude came out of nowhere. He was all drugged up and took it. I was like, oh, damn. I knew I really won because he was on so many steroids and I never took that in my life, right? And I was 17 years old, just turned 17. 
I wasn't crying like a little punk. <laughs> no. Piece of trophy. I'm going to get that next one. And I did because I'm a fighter. But there was a woman there who she was there with her husband who was in the competition. And he was sitting there because he was waiting to go out. His division wasn't going to go out for a while. They had the women that had to come out. So they don't go back yet to start pumping up so early. Some do. But you stay back there pumping up too much, you get flat. Everybody knows their body. And he was there. He's like, man, you won that thing, man. That guy, he was all smooth and bloated. He was bigger than you, but that was about it. And I felt like, man, I put I put a lot of work in for this, man. And he patted me on the shoulder and some tears came down. Because I'm passionate about this thing. And his wife grabbed me and pulled me close to her bosom. It wasn't about no titties. It wasn't about lust. It was that comfort that a black man receives from his woman. Now, she wasn't my woman. She was giving me the universal comfort that a black woman has. That power that we don't want to acknowledge. That power that those pink parasites want to have diminished to make you seem like you're lower and to groom you into that, to cut your real power so you can't be there for us. And the same from us to come back. damn role you know you know we did a little foreplay earlier but i'm in it now i'm going like a piston <laughs> let me know if you can if you can hear me let me know let me know if you can hear me i should be in i should be in i'm on the phone right now again this is a joke <laughs> But it ain't stopping me. Oh no. How they say it in the South? Hell no. It's not. Okay, let me come back and see if you can hear me. Now the power cut off again. The church music is loud in the back. Thank you, thank you, thank you, both of you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Soon as cut the power. Now that one wasn't no joke. That, that wasn't to me, I'm paranoid now anyway. But it's okay. It's okay. And they are doing some work over here too, but see what I don't like about it over here? Usually when you have like the electric company come and do work, they give you notices week in advance. On Friday, November so-and-so, between the hours of so-and-so and so-and-so, we will be working, so there will be some 
power outages, so make sure with ice and different things that you have, you know, we're only going to be between the hours. They don't tell you nothing. They don't tell you nothing over here. They just bust out. <laughs> Blink! I'm like, man. So anyway, it ain't going to stop. That church music is loud. Let me open this drink. My, my, my mouth is like really thirsty. I know you can understand why, because I talk so damn much, but I started out for 30 minutes and look at that. Well, see, you can meet somebody and you think, hey, it ain't going to be nothing, and you're married to, to him for the rest of your life and happy. <laughs> Remember, girl, when you were standing in front of me in, in the Walmart? I didn't know I was going, you know what I mean? I didn't even like you that way. You grew on me. It can happen. So, yeah. Let me sit back down over here. Let me not crush anything. Okay. We're going to be all right. Okay, let me take a sip of this. Mm, mm, mm. Let me tell you something. This is the best juice in the world. Of course, they have it in a carton, but they let you, it's, it's some, I think it's, uh, it's not a Ghanaian company, it might be, but it's somewhere here in Africa, another country or either here. I'm going to take a picture of it later on and show it in the community section and on some social media platforms. It's this mango juice, right? But it's not processed. I mean, you can say it's processed, but it's not that artificially processed. Nothing added. It's like they got mango and pureed it up. You can turn it upside down. It'll be like about maybe three or four seconds before anything comes out. It's like eating a mango that's been chopped up. Pureed. This thing is so good. And they sell a whole lot of it, too. The other flavors, they don't sell a lot of. When you go to the store, you got to reach to the back of the shelf because folks are steady snatching that thing. <laughs> Hold on one second. I got to take one more sip. Mm-mm-mm. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. What do you mean? How how could somebody not like clean living? How could they not? Man, I'm getting, I'm stressed, man. I'm going to the club tonight, man. I'm going to get worked up. Man, I'm going to get me. Look at that. Lights are back on. No, nah, man, we're we going to roll like this. This is crazy. They're definitely working around here somewhere. This is not normal. It'll happen like every other week or sometimes twice a week or whatever, whatever, but like three times already? No. No, 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 no. It ain't changing my world. We're going to stay. You all know what I look like, but you know, when you're expressing yourself, it's better when a person can see their face or whatever. I could do that here, but I'd rather have it with my little things around the screen. But anyway, that divine thing, I'm not calling my sister's things. But I'm just saying it that way. Just normal talk, y'all. I know a lot of big words, but I'm not on that tip, you know, pontificating <laughs> idiosyncrasies. I, I, I use that word a lot. I love that word. But that, yeah, them drinks, man. Oh my God. Okay, since the lights are back on, <laughs> it's a company named Lamar. Let me see where it comes from. This must be from, I see Turkish writing on it, Lebanese stuff on it. Because they always have, yeah, this is this, this is just mango pulp and a little apple juice. 
Now I'm on the phone on the live stream. My phone's ringing. Like I can really pick up. Um, so like I was saying, um, threw me off a little bit because this person is being very persistent. I'll talk to them later. So, okay, let me uh, cut this piece out. That thing that that black woman has for us is for us. I'm not on this old multicultural thing. Like we have to be so uh, accepting of all others. I'm not gonna disrespect anybody. I'm not gonna allow anybody to hurt anybody in my presence. I'm not gonna see a white woman walking down the street and somebody just start beating her up. I'm a man, I'm a, you know, I'm gonna have to, <laughs> do I really have to? <laughs> you know what I mean? But what I'm saying is that morally, it's like if someone's, I gotta do what's right, regardless. But, but, these people don't feel that way about us. So I'll leave that up to my judgment. But they don't like us to have something that they don't have. They don't like us to have, damn it, I feel like coming back on the screen again. They cut it off every minute I keep coming back. This is weird. This is weird. You're right, Casey. Let me go on back by this computer. You're going to see how, and the reason, see, I have a laptop that if everything cut off, it would, um, it's going to continue because it has it on, its own battery. This is a tabletop that I'm using, and I have another Apple computer, but I don't even know how to use Apple as good. It's like when you're used to your shift being in, in the column, and then all of a sudden you have it between both seats. It's a strange feeling. But even that's a tabletop also, so when the power cuts to the, to the place, they're definitely doing work around here because I see when I look out the window, the, the whole area is not out. It's certain sections, and it changed up a little bit. But why at night? You see, this is 903 for me. Why? But anyway, whew, and I got to log in against everything. It, it, it's annoying, but you know what? I'm feeling the vibe tonight, and um, I'm going to keep on going. I'm a little distracted now setting this thing up. But I'll keep talking. But anyway, it's like anything that we have, they have to push their hand up in and explore, utilize it, use it, use it, and leave it for you. I don't care what it is. And even when it's on a spiritual level, like that woman who was sitting there with her husband, and she saw, she said, listen, baby, I know how hard you work because my husband works so hard to get in shape. I cook all his food. I do this. I do that. Don't worry. You're going to be good. You got a good body. You got a good demeanor. You got this, that. You go as far as you want to go. Not even just in this, but in life. You don't hear no white woman talking like that to no black man. Even if she feigns the words and tries to act like it don't have that potent soul to it when that sister is on point. Even Let's just say hoochies coming on races, don't get me wrong. But um, the hoochie fight amongst our sisters, when they really, really, really feel an injustice around them and they have to give comfort to that black man, they could have been on some, I don't need no black man. I don't, when they see, oh, that was wrong, brother, you, you stand up, brother, you, you stronger than that. You come here. No, 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 hell no. See, even they have it but usually have to be traumatized to have it shaken up inside of them. And then they realize for a second, their role to us and our role to them. 
because I've never seen any hoochified sister. That's not what they are. That's 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 the that's the filter being clogged. That's their cachet not being clean cleared out. When I've treated them righteously, they've responded to that righteously. You see what I mean? They responded to it righteously. But it takes one to set it off. And that's why they want to keep dousing us with water so our flame can't catch on and burn through righteously over the whole. You notice righteously is like my, my, my go-to word. <laughs> I got to go read the dictionary, right? <laughs> and come up with some different words to scramble around. While this thing logs in, let me take another sip of this mango pulp. Mm, this thing is good. Mm, mm, mm. Clean living. What's bad is it's a tall, narrow carton. And that particular store I get them from closed like 37 minutes ago. And it's my last one. I'm like, man, this is bad. Let me get these settings back again proper. We're we going to roll like this. I can't catch the store. It already closed. You know what I mean? I guess this is going to be my night. I just got to, I didn't know I had all of this inside of me to say. I started out one way. I need to have multiple banners so I can just put up different things. I, don't, I didn't know the conversation was going to go this way. So here we go. Let's see. Let me just test this thing. Make sure this thing is right. Because they're going to cut it off again. I don't care. And I'm going to keep on talking. Damn it. Damn it. I'm like that roach that you spraying. You know, you thought he was dead. You come back in the room. He gone. He got him and walked away. <laughs> we, thought he, we thought we got him. Because the one video company is trying to smash me now because of the, you know, because of the C-H-E-W-S, the choose. Well, they, they didn't, you know, they saw me back up online and everything working right. They got mad. His website is working. And so my friend there, <clears throat> he said, we're going to put a little extra layer of something on there. They trying me now. I'm not saying this is because of that. Who knows? But they trying me. You got to have that mentality. You step in that ring, I don't care how scrubby a boxer is, I, can't, I don't care how much he never really won or he doesn't have, okay, let me into the studio. I'm gonna have to mute myself because you, you might hear, um, okay, let me see now. Okay, that's not in, that's not in. I'm gonna add this one, you're gonna probably hear an echo. Hold tight, hold tight, hold tight. Beans and cornbread had a fight. Okay, let's see. This is the one that I want to move to the center. Okay, there, okay, there it is. is. That one I show you. Okay, we'll mute that. Let me know if you can hear me. Oh, no, no, no. Let me know if you can hear me. I should be back on. Not a computer moving slow. What the heck? Have you started to Johnny Guitar Watson up in here? You know? It's a real mother for you. <laughs> it's a real mother for you. <laughs> uh, everything going wrong. Uh, everything's going right. Going wrong. Right. 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 Together. together. Overall. Overall. Okay. Okay. I thought I muted. This. I thought I muted this. I thought I muted this. Okay. I, I'm not by the comments yet. Let me know if you can hear me. <clears throat> Let me know if you can hear me. Let me know if you can hear me. I'll give you a second to type it in. 
Okay. There's two voices. Okay, I know why. Okay. Okay. I got to actually knock this one out. Let me remove that. That would take care of that. Okay. Let me know if you can still... You shouldn't be, be hearing the two voices now. Let me know. I hear it on my end, but I have it taken out of the program, so... I'm going to talk, I'm going to count to 10. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. Let me know if you can still hear the two voices. Is it one or two? One or two? Testing one, two, three. One, two, three. I'm that kind of Negro. Yes, I am. One voice now. Great, great, great. A little delay over here. So let us carry on. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, see, I'm determined. I'm very determined. Always determined. I can show you the drink. Show you the drink. Wait a second. Why we got two, we got two things? things pop, pop, pop. Okay. Now let me open, open this up. up. Back. Let's work as hard as we can. Here it is. Ah, oh, look, look at this. Oh. Oh, oh, I, I can't, can't show you how thick it is. is. You can see inside, inside here. Like, well, you, you can't, can't really. Right. Oh, my God. Mm. This, this tastes, tastes so good, good it feels almost, almost pornographic. What is this? OnlyFans? Lance Gerd has an OnlyFans? That's what those two girls were talking about, right? You, 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 are, you are Lance, Lawrence, no, no, Lawrence. You are Larry, Larry Sturge. Yes, you are Larry Sturge. I'm like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna correct them. They're like, yeah, you are on YouTube. You have equipment. Like, they just knew, like, you have equipment. You have this. You have that. I said, how do you know I have all that? Well, you do the YouTube videos. This uh, Larry Scurve, Scurve. You got the Scurve right. And so they're like, listen. Do you do OnlyFans? So I played dumb. I said, OnlyFans? What's that? Oh, we want to make money. The economy is bad. We have a few girls we know. We want to do OnlyFans. We need you to help us. And I'm like, but what is it? Oh, <laughs> I said, what is it? A show about uh, uh, vehicle engines and master piston going? No, 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 no. I said, what is it? You know, dogs having sex? No, no, people having sex. I said, no, I don't think so. Imagine that. I get busted doing that, and there's five or six chicks and a dude or two in there, and I'm sitting there videotaping, and they deport me, and it's all over the news. People will know me then when they want to spread dirt. They come on back into the chat room to have some fun. Yeah, okay, I'm echoing now. Okay, let's see. You know what? I'm going to take myself off of, I got to be careful not to end the show. I'm going to take it off of um, without. Let me see. I'm going to disappear off of this. I don't want to end it prematurely. Okay. There's no way that you should be hearing two voices right now. Now, let me check my sound on the computer. It should be in a certain place. Okay, that's good. Let me see. That's good. All this is good. Okay, it should be gone now. Is it still going? That would be crazy if it's still going. Like, we had it good the first time. Like, you know, 
Welcome, Antoinette. Okay, Ayala says we sound good now. You know, okay, cool, cool. Just anything that happens, let me know, because a lot of times things can happen, and I have no clue. I have to go dig in and look in. It's fine now? Okay, thank you, thank you. Let's go right on back to that woman at the competition, bodybuilding competition back in 1980, and I didn't do too good. I got second place, and the guy beat me. He was on a lot of steroids, and the judges liked him anyway. There's a lot of racism anyway, you know, because, you know, a lot of guys, they do their poses like this, and they do this. I had a pose like this. I'm not going to show it all the way, but I had a pose where I came up. I came up like this. Mm. And, I, and I had my fist like this. And my arm was big, and, and I had this look on my face, and I was throwing faces, too, with the pose. Like the guys would have their arm out pointed. I had a fist on mine. I was making some serious faces. I made faces when I posed and did certain things and came around and nice and so and boom and hit it. Come back, whatever them. Look at this brilliant nigger doing this stuff. We can't do this. But the white boys up there <laughs> breathing on hard, looking like cavemen. Uh, it was ballet-like. It was choreographed to the music and whatever. And they were just, and the promoters of any show that I was in, like, we glad you're here because we know we're going to get a good routine out of you. You know what I mean? So I've been dealing with this all my life, from young, from when I was, what, 11 years old and, and up, up in the Adirondacks when I was at this summer camp for seven weeks. Jim Pugh, go on landscurve.com in, in the search box and put Jim Pugh, P-U-G-H. That's my first real, real, real one-on-one -on -one dealing with racist white men because they saw something in me. They see your energy. They don't like it. So let's get on a roll until they cut the lights off again. I don't care. I'm going to just keep talking. When she held me to her bosom, I was sexually active then, and she was a very nice-looking woman, but it was not that. She was older than me, of course, but it was not that. Damn, her titties feel good. No, it was not that. I was always aware of, of, of our blackness and our spirituality and what she gave me as far as comfort is concerned. If that man thought I was coming to his wife like that, he would have tried to beat me down. You understand? That was a righteous thing. And it's transferable, that universal love that we used when we were on the plantation. You see what I mean? That love and support. Now, we had haters and, and goons, coons, whatever. I'll say it. I don't care. We had coons there running right back to the mass. Master, they plan on breaking out when you fall asleep. They, they, they know you drink a lot on a, on a Sunday night, and you ain't going to hear them. Why would you do that? So we have those types. So that thing that we have on a spiritual level that they can't have, they don't want us to have it. They watch us in these offices and corporate settings and places, and when we give each other certain looks, and we don't even know each other, we give each other certain looks to tip us off on what's going on, and they look at that, how did you, what, what did that mean? How, do you know them? What, what is that? Translate the nigger spiritual talk so we can decipher it. They can't go there. That's what they're trying to do things with our rituals, our righteous rituals, not the evil stuff, but the things that are done out in the motherland and the Caribbean and South America. South America has more of our African connectedness than anywhere else in the world, but they'll never tell you that. They make Brazil seem like it's so white when you look at the travel posters and you go there and you're like, man, I didn't know there was so much of me here. Dr. Issa Vibrant Muhammad comes when he's traveled the world. Akbar Muhammad has traveled most of the countries of the world, 195 countries. And everywhere he goes, every country he's winning, he's seen black people and we minorities. Get the hell out of here. Brainwashing. 
They're the minority. They're the world minorities. If I'm in a if I'm in a cookie factory, the big Walmart place that makes cookies, whatnot, and 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 I have a small box of chocolates, but I take the chocolates out of the middle of the box and drop the cookie inside that little box and say, look at that, you're the only cookie in the box. Man, there's no cookies around. But if you stay in that narrow-minded physical location and believe what they tell you, those other pieces of chocolate around you, you'll think you're the only one. And you come out of that box and see there's a whole factory of cookies that look like you. It's so nice to be in a country where the people look like me. Even if a lot of them are brainwashed and don't accept me all the way sometime, it's nice. It does something for my psyche because I can revive that thing inside of them. Yes, yes, Sister Oyala, yes. I'm gonna put this up for the people who can't see it. Let's make a call and get the lights put out for good this time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Let his phone get zapped so he can't get on again. They don't want us to know ourselves. And they can tell when we have that thing vibrating high and they stand off and oh. Karen you're going to have problems with that one and you minding your business and they come at you because you have this thing that charge that power I got the power and you don't have to say it and they're fascinated by that and to backtrack again, many of us who were brainwashed, they wanted us to focus on the white woman as black men. They wanted us to focus on them. So we don't make this super electric connection and vibe higher and, and share knowledge and vibe higher and keep going and heal up. We're not right yet. We're still too messed up. There's some of us who are there. But we got to talk about it and talk about it and talk about it until we bring that vibration up. Why can't we vibrate at our highest? Why are we why are we attacked with this low bit of music? Okay, let me see who this is. Phone ring all day. And this phone is working slow. I'm getting another one in a couple of weeks. And this thing here. Okay, let's see who it is. You hear it ringing, right? And when I touch it, this phone, I dropped it too many times. They're going to hang up before I get to them. Let's see who it is. This phone is really jacked up. Okay, come on. You hit something, it takes like 15 seconds for the screen to change over. Okay, here we go. Did it hang up? Mr. Scurve, no, I'm on a live show right now. I'm going to finish up and everything all right? Okay. All right. Y'all, I'm, I'm yapping, you know, so I was, I thought I was going to be on for 30 minutes. I'm still, what is it like now? About almost three hours. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. So I'll quit back in a little while. All right. Okay. But she knows the phone is jacked up. So she's like, she'll just ring it and just come back. Folks leave me messages and stuff. All I need to do is come on alive. And anybody else, everybody will start calling me. I've been, that's Mrs. Scurve, so got to pick up.
Lily Fi in the house. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm rambling, man. We're here. We're here. We, we were hanging out on a Friday evening. It's not even for you yet. It's like 422 on the, on the East Coast. It's 922 for me. And yes, there were some things that I needed to go out and get, but it's all right. I'm good. I'm good. And um, I'm good for the night. But like I said, and like I said, I've been a junkie with this thing, right? Because here's an empty carton. <laughs> so I'm like, I brought up a whole lot. As soon as I got outside from in the store, I just whipped one out. Mmm. <laughs> mmm, mmm, mmm. Mm. I'm having drink gasms. That thing is good. I can feel it all over. It has my digestive system throbbing. <laughs> digestive bliss. You got to be able to connect with real food, real food, and enjoy it. And let it go through you and sit down and just let it, you know, get in you. The joy of eating. We're not talking gluttony. We're talking about the joy of eating and connecting real with real good natural food. You can season it up to a point, but it's got to be an experience. Just like when you make love to your woman, it's experience. The food's got to be an experience. Oh, heck, even the food's coming out. It's got to, oh God, it feels so good coming out. Ah, I got all my nutrients. Boom. You feel good because the slate is clean and you're ready for more. Too much information. But every facet of our life should be enjoyable. I have spoken to several young ladies out here just in a different kind of conversation. <clears throat> it was one, it was three of them outside, just outside. And the one young lady said, you know what? I love being pregnant. I'm like, she says, I hear these women talking about morning sickness and all this labor. When it's time and I felt it, it just, my baby just came right on out. And I'm looking at the other ones and they were like, it's like that for you too. I don't have a problem. I've been working in the yard and, and, and doing, doing the farming and everything right up to two days before I had my baby. And I knew it was time. And when I had it, I just laid down a little back, pushed a little bit. I said, there's something to this. I said, where'd y'all grow up? You grew up here in the city? No, we grew up in the so-and-so region, this region, that region, that even today, you ain't getting that much amenities at all. Cars will drive through. Certain places, there ain't no street lights. Ain't no, ain't no, you're not getting a signal. There ain't no signals up there for no dang on cell phone, unless you have a GPS phone. A G, what's it yeah, GPS, well, it does go straight to the satellite. Those are expensive. That's something that we need to look into and have just in case there's something that may happen where everything shuts down because those phones will work from what, I'm, from what I hear. As long as you have a charge on it, you can call, go up into the satellite and drop down on, on another phone. Um, I don't know if both have to be that or one. I'm going to research that, but I know it's expensive. But you buy it and you have a certain amount of time on it that in an emergency, you only use it incrementally as you need. That whips all the electric grid shut, shutdowns. If you ha if you both have that, I know. Another thing we need to get back into is ham radio and CB radio. Of course, we have batteries. We can use that, right, or solar power. But ham radio, radio to talk between different countries and stuff like that. And it's not going to cost you nothing except having the equipment. We got to go back to these things that we thought were corny 
and research them and have them in our homes. When you get this card at $30,000 more than what you need, you need to invest in some other things to secure yourself in this world the way it is now. And that's not fear mongering. It's just preparedness. I like to know that I'm prepared when I go to sleep as much as I can. Right. I got I got a, I got a thing of water over there that's taller than me. I collect water. I go to the water place. Let me get 20 cases. 10 run down. Let me get 20 more. Let it build up just in case it might be six months where I can. I got big, um, the water cooler type, bunch of those, right? I don't drink the water that comes out of, you know, the, the, the tap. Our body is not acclimated to it yet, but we just have to do the things that are important. Yeah, exactly. You're right, Indigo King. That's, that's, that's correct. But like I said, we have a power that they're envious. They can't touch it. They can't vibrate that high. They can feign this thing, this objective type of spirituality where they can say the right things, but they just don't, they can't do it. It's like a boxing trainer. They're not our trainers, but it's like a boxing trainer who knows boxing, but he never really boxed before, or he did it young up to a point, but his gift is conveying it to you what you should do. But if you put him in the ring, he's no good. He can't, he can't win. He's not physically ready, mentally ready to take punches, but he has the knowledge. So all they can do is get the knowledge of us and what we have, but they can't take themselves there. They can't vibrate that way. So really, when you have this guy that we were talking about, the white man who was so fascinated with black women, it's that vibration that they have that he can't really get a part of. You can even have sex with the woman, but and you can feel her energy, but you can't become part of that. It goes more than just skin tone, skin color, hue. You can't be a part of that. Am I water when I go into the shower and take a shower and I got water all over me? And I'm, oh man, the water feel good. When the water starts, stops coming, I'm still Lance. I'm not water, but I experience water. I wish I can tell him, could you imagine how I feel about the black woman? It is not just about her vagina. Everything that he was saying was sexual based, based in something, you know, even the vagina, when the head of my penis pierces in between the lips, it's just more of an electric feel. This, this dude went crazy. He went, he was, he was going in. And it was weird to me because a lot of black brothers were agreeing. Yeah, I agree, but I'm not agreeing with you trying to go where, where, where I can go and you can't. That's not yours. Can I have something? It's like we can't have anything as black men in this world. They'll let you have it for a while, the money, the fame, so they want to chop you down. But I don't care. Even if you live in the so-called hood and you got hoods of all races in America, so I'm not saying a hood is, is just a black thing. I always have to say that because there's going to be somebody that comes at me in the comment section. You'll know how I talk. But you could be broke. You could be in the hood with your lights out for real, for real. Every time I say for real, for real, I your brother Holla. Much love to brother Holla. Thank you for being here and vibrating with me. Even if we don't physically see you, we feel you. Right? But we could be in the hood, broke, lights out, just enough money to get to work on Monday morning, 
and enough food, maybe not the best of what we want, we might have six, six containers of the macaroni and ghetto cheese. And it's usually in a box that is blue. And the, the, the cheese has got that, you know, yellowish orangey color. And it's three for a dollar. I don't know now if it's three for two dollars, but I know it's three for something. And when we have money in the hood, we get all the good food. But for those times when we broke, we grab a whole lot of the macaroni and cheeses off the shelf, ramen noodles for those who eat those. And we down to our last six and it's Saturday night and we got enough, just enough money to go to work and we glad we paid the cable bill, but we in here together and we're sharing our time with each other and we love each other and we make love to each other and we lay down and just giggle about good times and we're broke. But that thing that we have as a man, getting it from the black woman, oh my God, I don't care how many millions of dollars that you have in the bank and you check in your investments and you have all of this stuff. You can't whip the feeling that comes from a black woman. And see, as a white man, you want to get mad and you're going to say it in the comment section if you lasted this long on this show. But you don't have the ability to receive it all. It overwhelms you. When you think that you go on to bed with her and, and she's loving you, she ain't loving you. She mad because a black man did her wrong. And she coming to you because she's brainwashed thinking you're the savior. She's using you for, I don't know. And it's going to be them black women. No, I truly love so-and-so. Now, granted, you might not know any better. You might have been raised up in Maine, the whitest state in America, in some little small town. And all you saw was white boys and all the brothers saw was black girls. Or white girls, right? Let me see who this is. There's a comment there. Yo, the channel's been popping. Subscribers are going up. I've been locked at 108,000 for two years. Over since like they let the captives free. Numbers going up. Hmm. I don't trust it though. It's trying to set me up. But yeah, you don't use Toyota parts on a Bentley. You maybe can modify it to work for a time, but that part wasn't made for that part. It will only go for so long. Plus the things we have in our head. Perception. They do it to you in the automotive field. You look, you, you read the brochure of a Bentley, Mercedes-Benz, Jaguar, whatever vehicle, high-end, and you read the brochure of that Toyota Yaris, which is supposed to be like a budget vehicle. I'm not mad at Yaris's. I don't have a car right now at all. I'm gonna get one, but you know what? I prefer a Yaris over some super expensive anything because pound for pound, I wanna get just from point A to point B. I want my home to be palatial. I have nothing to prove in the street at the red light. Hmm. Look at you. You in the Yaris and I'm in this Benz. Go ahead. But your house might be funky and dirty, with dirty clothes all over the places and bugs. You know, what I mean? you know, your kitchen is not producing good food. You eating out of processed boxes in the microwave, but you flexing on me at the red light. You don't know how I live. 
That's not my goal to do what you do. You might have a Benz or, or, or a Bentley. When was the last time you got a checkup? You can go get any car you want, but you got one liver, brother, and I see all that liquor you got. You try to kill yourself all faster. So it's all a matter of perception. But these people cannot go where we go when we are right with each other. It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. It's not a thing of lust. In my life, I have walked on in certain situations where a man was with his woman. I knew them. You know, I didn't know they slipped off and I was there and hanging out, going to the room and, oh, I'm sorry. In a split second, they didn't even jump. Their eyes were wide open, but they saw me, but they were gone. I said, whoo. And they came out giggling later on. I said, man, that was intense. Not because I saw things, but imagine. Now, if it was lust-based, it's easy for these white women to get in on you. And usually when they want to get in on you like that, you're an experiment. They want to feel a big one, and not all of us have big ones. But it's a mental thing. Even if you don't have a big one, they want to feel that black flesh up against them. And it's not because they love you and they cannot give you. I've talked to many black men who have been that way with white women and they say the vibration is different. Imagine showing up somewhere thirsty and you're going to drink three gallons of liquid. Let's just say that. And they give you a little thimble to drink three and they have to keep pouring. <laughs> you're limited. You want the big cup. Now I'm not talking about size. I'm talking about being compatible. Them people ain't compatible. Here I am copper-based and here they are sulfur-based. Smell different, move different, vibration different. It was only an animalistic lust of something that was put in your head through years of indoctrination in this system where they put their women up to be the best and, and, and just, and you have some that may be considered attractive. But the charge is not there for me. The charge is not there. It's a rush that you feel. It's a spark that you feel that's so strong. And it's an energy they have. And a lot of our sisters and brothers, I can't say the brothers because I never looked at the brother that way in a sexual way. But I know this law goes both ways. Let me, let me, let me, let me put Oyala's uh comment up. <laughs> That's just going to make these white girls go crazy at the club tonight. She confirmed it. She's black and she knows. We have to find one, the big one, right? You know? Yeah, you're right, Indigo King. of serious for real. Yeah, yeah. But the brothers that I've talked to who had those experiences... It was like they were being drained, not just in the way of sperm, but drained. And they felt, I didn't get anything out of this. I orgasmed because of friction, but something missing. They stole something out of me. They stole a piece of my soul. <laughs> when it's, when it's, <laughs> right. When it's that sister who's right. Now you can be a sister that 
you're totally stripped down because of your indulgence in their society and honoring them as being the greatest and the biggest and baddest, the indoctrination. <laughs> we'll have our freaky night. It's coming real soon. But I'm going to lock that down before they say, oh, uh, terms of service, you can't be saying this. And even the moder moderators of YouTube, they'll be cracking. This is a great guy. We love him. He's funny, but we got to ban him now. Quit. Then y'all don't see me no more. You got to come on the site. Even the company I'm paying for is trying to knock me off. You may not even see me there, but I, I will work Rumble. I will work Rumble. Yes, I will. Right? But yeah, so it's it's always based on that artificial lust and indoctrination. I know from back in that day. See, to a lot of the younger folks, Ari's an old grumpy man. It's a different world. It's, we don't think like that. Well, you didn't grow up in the times that I grew up in, but I know it's there. And although you're indoctrinated with this multicultural thing and, you know, men can be with men and women can be with women and you can do interracial stuff. Why is it a sin that a black person damn near has to apologize for wanting to marry a black person? I want to be with a black person. That's a crime right there. That is. The way they, and y'all can, I have my email address then and y'all can shoot it to me. I use the other one also, scurvmedia at gmail.com, but this was one I really want to start getting into more, you know, because I pay for that one. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's very secure. But it, it can't do nothing for you. And as you get older, there's something that dies in the black man that is with that woman. Because he looks different. You can tell. Even if you, if you don't know him and you see him in the supermarket or you see him in the department store, you walk into the mall, the brother loses all rhythm. He's blending out with this thing. See, there's a spiritual thing going on too. And we're being drained of something. And just like the parasite is taking it out of us. There's like two old white lesbians. Two of the most lifeless looking things you ever want to see. They start looking like each other. They've been licking each other for so long. They look dead, like a dead leaf on the tree, ready to fall off. Lips are really gone, even though they use their lips and the only other pair of lips. There's nothing there. It's not even just about the color. They've been with no men. And it's easy for a lot of them to go that way because a lot of them don't feel nothing from the man. Because the man don't have no power, no soul, no strength, that gumption, that thing. Now, I'm not out here looking around at other women, but I see them. There are some African women out here, not just because they're African, because a lot of them are trying to sell out within their lives and, you know, do their hair a certain way and bleach out their skin. And they're looking, they're throwing away what they have that's so precious. But the ones that don't want to change themselves, and they walk out and they might be dressed fully clothed, might even be a Muslim. And you see their face. You see the life in their face. I see it as life force. Some men may say, oh man, I know she's sexy up under all of that. I'm not even thinking about that. I'm talking about this life force that they have. Whether they have features closer to a European or features closer to what we have to have, they didn't create themselves. But the ones with the strongest black features, black African features, and, and they don't care. They got the hips, they got the thighs, they're not fat. 
They ain't trying to change nothing about themselves. They celebrate themselves. They love themselves. And the men who are truly vibrating love them too. And they look the parasite and they don't like it. Black man, look at them and keep his eyes in her eyes if she's saying something to him. But that's it. Ain't no looking up and down and <laughs> that dumb smile, that dumb coon laugh they do. They know they got you. They know that you treat them better than you do your own sister. They watch the TV shows. They, watch, they, they go to clubhouse and hear what black people do and some don't do. And they know us well. They study us. We are their entertainment. You think back in the day when Jefferson's was on and Good Times was on, they weren't watching it too. They were watching it even more. They know us really good. They know us on a psychological level really good. They say there's 40 people here. I bet you 15 of them are white. He's really telling it, Ellie. Is it really this way? We can't have black men understanding that their black women have more powerful and better for them. And when you have or when you get with your woman who is vibrating so strong, who is into the family, into the children, into the home, into you and honoring you, you know how to piss a racist white man off? Is your woman in public with you, not subservient in some I dream a genie type of way, but she sees you and treats you with great respect and honors you as you do her. This is not where you sitting back and, honey, let me clip your toenails down and give you a manicure. You in a restaurant. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, baby. You want some pimp vibe? No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the mutual respect and love. And when she looks at you in love and that cracker sees that love that she has, he does not like it. Especially when he looks down on black men. They could all be criminals and this and that. And you all are the biggest criminals and maybe on a level where you're dealing with more money. So you're an international millionaire criminal who can pay for a lawyer and get off scot-free. But that's something you can't take from us. That's right. Be around people who look like you. They don't like that because I'm so full of it. And we ain't talking sugar, honey, iced tea. I'm talking about that love and that vibe. That is 944 right now. And if I wanted to go to Osu where the parties and the clubs and the restaurants are, I can go there and have my camera walk around with it, throw a little T-shirt and shorts on. Ain't nobody saying, oh, you got to have designer wear on. I can walk up in a club like that. Nobody bothering me. They don't know who I am. I'm not trying to front. There's no expectations of me. You can be yourself. Right, Kwame? Money can never bring happiness. People see me and know me from online. They're like, oh, Lance, I'm finally meeting you. Let's, they don't say, oh, you got a hole in your shirt. I went out one day, didn't check the shirt. I thought it was another one. I have a lot of the same shirts. Like these shirts here, these black shirts. I love a black T-shirt. XXL, I love it. Maybe a little something on it or something like that, but just black, basic black. I ain't coming out here with no Hawaiian colors on. Yes, I'll wear dashiki or some kind of outfit. I will have some colors in it eventually. I do have some outfits. You've seen them before. But I'm, I'm focused on what I have to focus on. I'm like Einstein. I think he had 10 black outfits. Didn't have to worry about changing. That's why I cut my hair. 
since 1990, I've been cutting my hair. I'm afraid to let it grow back because I think my hairline's moving around a little bit here. But I didn't do it because of that. I did it because I did it. I like that. So the thing, like I say, with our black women, just as you are, please, for some of our sisters who feel trapped, that they have to have makeup, that they have to put on an electrical tape over their eyes called fake eyelashes. Looks like electrical tape. Batting the eye at you. Sometimes I see them wave at them. What you waving at me for? I said, I thought you, oh, no, that's your eyelashes. I thought it was you waving at me. (laughs) But as you are out the box, it's nothing like you. I just happen to see more examples out here of those who are born and raised out in the country, 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 country. Having to do things the hard way, going to get the water out of the well and having to, you know, get your food because you didn't have a refrigerator. So you have to dig up the vegetables and potatoes and whatever and catch what you catch and eat it fresh. There's ways of preserving it. But you're in the sun early getting it. You have children you have to feed and do physical things and eat the pure food. There are people I met out here that never ate a McDonald's Big Mac or French fries in their life. And it shows. And that organic beauty and power, a lot of us do not have it. And brothers, a lot of us don't have it in America. A lot of the brothers out here don't have it either. They might have more of it, even if their mind is caught up in the religion. That's why some of the women from America coming over here and get with some of these brothers, which that's a whole other topic. And for any sister thinking that it's the answer, I'm gonna tell you what it might be. Be careful, you know, be careful. But I went crazy. I'm leaving my job. I'm going to get some of that African dick. Full potency. Make sure this head is right, though, because they might be using you. There are many women who approach me. After a while, they come and talk. You see me in the neighborhood. They come to want to have baby talk. Who? Baby, huh? Not what? Because they're brainwashed. Not because I'm a black man, but because I'm from America and they see me that way. So you have lots of money because you're from America. No, I don't. Wish I did. Going to have it one day. If it don't happen, no problem. So the mindset of the people we have to have to understand, and that goes in any situation. Back to the coons, though. Brother, why you feel... That is some advantage, and you specifically go out and I only date white women. Well, you you sick. That's like me eating cocaine. That ain't no nutrition in that. That's gonna <laughs> eating it. I'm gonna eat methamphetamine. It's not good for you. And you think it's better because you saw them white teachers when you were younger. You saw the white. Women in the Spiegel category with the bras and the panties, and you see them. Remember that show? I'm an old head. Love American style. Love American style. It's me and you. Yeah, I'm old like that. That was from the late 60s. Go on and Google Love American style. They had them white women. Go ahead and Google Benny Hill. They said it too, right? And white with the titties big and short short dresses and you and your adolescence or you and your formative years and you're seeing this. 
and it's constantly bombarding you in your head. See, the white man don't care about this woman. He will use her and prostitute her any way. You know, Benny Hill was gay. I didn't know he was gay. How all them women on the show like that? See, you can Google things and go on YouTube and see all those things now that I grew up with. But they don't care about, they don't care about you, their white women. They don't. They might as well be a, a hook on the end of a fishing line to go out there and get what they want. That's why when they want them contracts and want you to sign them football contracts when you're in college and want you to turn pro, even when you're in high school now, they didn't even get to college yet and they're trying to sign you basketball, football. They have their white women, two and three of them. Listen, we try to get him to sign with us. Multi-million dollar contract. You go and you take care of him. Make him sign with us. And you better make it seem as though you're in love with him. And that he can lay up with three and four and five white women every single night that are willing to do any freakish act that you want. The dude ain't used to no fame. They gave him a car. Even if you don't sign with us, you can keep the car. Now, you know, that's a damn lie. Somehow, some way, they're going to get it out of you. See, when I start talking about sex, this thing pops up. <laughs> Always pops up. I don't want to do it too much. I don't want to block nobody. Like, I'm, Nico did was only the other night, and I think I blocked a little bit. You know? Yeah. And so now you're getting written up in the papers. The scouts are coming after you. All, all these white women coming after you. You got some sisters coming at you too, but they make sure because they want it when you divorce. They get all this money back from you. They loan you the money to experience and take it back out. That's like somebody loaning you air. I'm going to loan you this air, but you have to give it back. Something that should be so free with your own sister. These guys, as they struggle to go up in rank, no matter whether it's sports or something in the corporate world or business world or doing your own business, lots of times they have that sister that's there supporting them. And as soon as they get a modicum of fame, here they go, turning their back on them. That's the best kind of, I'm not saying a woman is a chick. I'm saying this, emphasizing, talking slang. That's the best kind of chick you can have is your dedicated ride or die around the way girl. She ain't artificial. She ain't fake. She don't give a damn about none of that stuff as long as it's with you. And if you came up with her, you're supposed to honor her. I'm not opening the door for you doing dirt, but even still, if you did some dirt here and there, she is still your queen and still the one. And if you find yourself that way, you need to straighten yourself back up. I'm not making any excuses for men who run around and do all this extra stuff, but it's hard owning a penis. It talks to you every day. See, your eyes see what you see. But if you process it in an unrighteous way, your penis don't see nothing. Your penis is in your pants like this. It don't see nothing. It might push up a little bit and be harder here and there. But you telling it what you see. You're the one telling it. And it getting hard. And it's telling you back. Well, well, you know, then you start listening to that. It's hormones. 
It's a penis and you have your imagination. You got to control your mind. That's why they got us all cooned out like we are. The porn that they're pushing. Porn, look at this, popping up right here. Watch. All I do is say porn five times and come back. Porn, 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 cum shots, sex, ejaculation, clitoris. <laughs> and the algorithms will be like, yo, they're talking freaky. They're going to buy our website. They're going to buy some time on the website. We project, we make things happen too, you know. That's our good power can be used against us, and they do that. We're very powerful. I told some friends of mine many decades ago, I said, you know what? If I want to see the best built black woman materialize out of nowhere, within the next three days, all I have to do is trick the evil forces. Now, the women ain't evil. Some of them are. And say, I'm going to be celibate for the next three years. I am not going to do anything with anybody. I will treat my sisters right, but I am not doing anything. And I'm off of that right now because I have something to accomplish. The forces of the universe, within those next three days, you'd be like, see, I told you. Tricked you. What's your name, girl? No, I'm just saying. <laughs> but that's what it is on a spiritual level. You know, answer me this. Why is it that the balance of births in the world. It's never where, well, you know, we had 95% females and 5% males. It's always never really 50-50 because at any given day, it shifts a little bit according to the day. But with statistics, as much as they can have it, it I don't think it was ever 60% females and 40% men or 75% or men. No. But how do they know what's going on in my bedroom, in my woman's womb? There's, there, there's a natural power over this earth. And I'm going to tell you something on a side note. But man messing with this thing and transgendered and I'm taking hormones and I'm this and I'm that, it's going to mess up. It's going to mess up. And it's going to shift that balance more to what is needed. So if you're a man chopping your stuff off and taking hormones, you are not a woman. You don't have woman bones as you get a big ass Adam's apple, big bones and shoulders if you built that way, big head. How I look, look, I don't have a big head as far as thinking higher myself. I'm confident and I know, but I got a big physical head. It's big. You've seen still pictures of me or videos people walking by like, God dog, is this guy standing two inches in front of the camera? I think he's across the street, but his head looked big. Yes, and I turned sideways. I got that extra bit back there. See, I got extra storage. I got more gigabytes in my head than most people. That's why I can talk for damn near four hours, three and a half hours. Exactly. But we're messing with things and it's going to throw off the balance of nature. And to bring it back, that what, what is this mysterious power that keeps the balance of male to female going on? What is the balance when 75% of the earth is covered with water and aside from what they may say is global warming, pretty much, oh, it's, it's freezing? Indigo King, I'm sorry to brag, I'm sweating. <laughs> it's hot out here. Even the temperature is not so high, 
It could be 82 degrees over here and 82 degrees in certain parts of America. And they're like, oh, man, it's so hot. It may not be that kind of hot, but it's a different kind of heat. You know what I mean? It's like heat when you're in New York in the summertime of the heat wave and you wipe your face and it's just all this black smog on the, on the rag, on the tissue. But then you go to like South Carolina and it gets hot. It's that drive, dry slave heat. Then you go down to Florida. It's hot and it's humid. There's different kind of heat out here. But out here, it is the real deal. It will get you before you realize it. You'll be walking down the street, la, 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 la. I need to drink some water. It dehydrated out of nowhere. And on that note, I'll use that as an excuse to dip into my mango juice. Mmm. Mm-mm-mm-mm. I can do some freaky things with that juice. <laughs> but yeah, and we've been brainwashed into this white woman thing and their so-called standards of beauty. And they teach us subconsciously to look at our sister like they're not anything at all. I remember back in the 70s, you know, it's still happening now with different things, but a lot of my sisters had that hot comb. If it wasn't a relax, it was a hot comb to straighten their hair, burn their hair, hair that's strong and growing. And you got to use a hot comb. Look at, look at uh, uh, Sister Oyala. Look at her beauty. Look, I'm, I'm going to go in. I love this so much, Sister. I'm going to pull up that. And I didn't work on everything yet. I have some. I got to balance out some of the sound. I love this picture. Look at the picture of her. That was on the other show that we did before. Okay, I'm going to show it. Look there. Look at, oh my God. Look at her face. See, this is not just a physical thing. I'm talking about the light that comes from inside. Ain't nothing Caucasoid about her. Even the colors on the shirt, the shells around her neck, the ankh. Look at the teeth. Look at the lips, the eyes, the eyebrows. Even the piercings are so African. And she pulled the hair back. She shaves it and she lets it grow back there and pulls it back. That's ingenious. But look at her beautiful head. Like I said, I told her, I said, it's almost computer generated. It's just perfect. How could you not want to wake up every day and see this beautiful face? Sweetheart, I'm quite sure your morning breath smells like perfume. You wake up and she's cooking something and she's with you. How are you going to cheat on that? If she's not with you, you'd be all jacked up. I want my baby with me. Oh, my God. Got to give credit where credit's due. I'm serious. Look at y'all down there laughing. It's the truth. And, and so many of us and our sisters have that, but they run away from that. What are you scared of? That's the very thing that just does it. 
you sleeping, your man just looking at you. You wake up, you all right? <laughs> I can't watch no TV or watch no, no radio. I got to look at you. Just like when a new baby's born, everybody come, I want to see the baby. Baby sleep. Well, can I come on in and, and just see the baby? Just be quiet. Don't wake it up. Open the door real slow. <sighs> so beautiful looking. That's that Oyala effect. That's the official thing we're going to say on this channel. All you sisters wasting your time trying to change yourself. If you understand that you can vibrate naturally, you can do things to your hair naturally. Shave, but different things you can rub on your skin and things you can eat. Drink your water. Yes, exactly. And you are qualified more than anybody else to say that, my sister, because you are a fine example of that. That's right. And see, us as men, when we get this artificial lust and this decadent attraction towards something that is not real. And I might have a lot of, what you mean I ain't real? Because, because you're striving for something that's not going to be. The bee is not going to land on an artificial plant. So we've got to sit over here, <clears throat> sit there and try to pollinate plastic. How are you going to do that? All these down low brothers out here, all these dudes out here running around chasing men who got penises, but they got dresses on the makeup. Even when they chop it off, you're still a man. And, and what are you doing? It's in your head. It's a spiritual thing, messed up. And you grind it on this thing, and you think you're getting off. You're not. It's artificial, it's twisted, and it's draining you because it's a sickness. Even men who fetishize certain types of women, even when you say it's a man or woman, sometimes men approach you on a sick level and you think they're loving you, but you, ha you have an energy about you or something that they can focus in on, on some twisted fetish level. So there are a lot of men out here. I'm bouncing around all over the place. If you all like it, I'll keep going till the lights go out. But there's some men that they already have a sexual template in their head. It's not you. Oh, baby, I love when you wear them fishnet stockings and those high heels. Yeah, that looks sexy to a point because we've been indoctrinated into that. So I'm not going to say just try to banish those thoughts right away, but understand what it is so you can heal yourself. You got women out here who don't wear none of that. And you see them, you're like, but you got some men who, no matter who they're with, I know one brother like that. He might be listening. I'm sorry to tell you secrets. They ain't going to put a name with it. But every girlfriend that he has had, had to conform to this one way of sexual play. And they're like, where you get all this from? And he lying. Well, something I always wanted to do, but this is the first time I'm doing it with you. Okay, we buffering. Every day I'm buffering, buffering. My internet is right over there. Let me, am I buffering? Okay, auto royal. It may be you, but it may be me. Usually when, it, when I buffer, I see it from my end over here. So I'm not saying it's not buffering, but let me hear some other people say that it is. 
because I've had one person say one time, oh, I can't hear this sound. And their, their volume was down. Right. So let me get it from some more than one person, two or three people. But thanks. Yes. OK. OK. No perfect. OK, thank you. Thank you so much. I can't believe I talk so long. But if I ain't talking here, I'm talking somewhere. You're just getting it all one shot. Getting these comments coming in, man. The, the channel's getting active. I love it. Thank you. It makes you want to do more. Also, let me tell you, with the YouTube shorts, the little narrow ones that I do, unless it's me talking in it live or like just made, usually like for a minute or less, but the ones that are taken from old shows, maybe you don't know, but many people have asked me, so I'll just address it here. You can go down in the lower right-hand corner and click on that little box, and it will take you to the old show. If you end up on a different screen and you see another box up in the upper left-hand corner, there's an arrow. I don't know why they did it that way. On the right side, you click on that, it will take you to that original show. So you're going to get that particular snippet but it's connected to another show you know what i mean um what's my opinion what's the question because i'm not really look i glance at the chat room a lot but i just don't always stay there when i get in my zone type the question and i'll see it but um the thing with us with this indoctrination it runs deep they always make the white man the hero riding off into the sunset and now they're trying to change it a little bit, but there's always a twist because they know they can't stop us from rising as we should. And a lot of times when we digest this type of content, we stop ourselves from rising. And yes, you see a flashy new movie out, just like others that I know very close to me, they always watch it looking for what's going on in the background. What type of indoctrination are you imposing on our minds, our subconscious minds, that are not close to what you're doing. And they always come by so trustworthy. Or they'll do certain things that are good. Nine parts good, one part poison. Oh yeah, I know Indigo King. I think you mentioned that too one time on a show not too long ago. We have anything they bring us, even when they put the, they have our faces on it, we got to question it. Even when they give the A-OK -okay for something that we made that looks like us, we got to go through it. Because you can have a black man, a black woman who looks like you come and bring you poison too because they sold you out because they got paid enough money to do so. Right? You got to watch these folks always coming around talking about this black talk. I mean, hey, you know, you got paid YouTubers out here who are allowed to have their numbers go high. Like the, like the restaurant analogy I always use. Your friend recommends a restaurant to you. There's two restaurants next to each other. And the one, they say, man, this food is good. I'm telling you, it's dope. Man, there's the best food out here. And you see one old man in there sipping on a soup. And the restaurant next door has lines going around it three times and down around the corner. And you're like, wait a second. And he told me this restaurant's good. I don't see nobody in there. But this one here, 
You understand? So we see social media platforms, they have these crazy numbers. Talking things too. Well, how are they allowed to get away with saying that? Lance been around here the whole time. 108,000 subscribers the last two years, and now I'm back to 109, and it's going up to the 110 real quick. Why are they doing this? I ain't take no payoff from them. Am I saying you can't accrue the good people out here, people that I follow and I listen to all the time? You know? Yeah, ain't that something? Let me read what uh, Mother Kwame said. Let me see. Okay, this white girl prostitute was calling me, darling. When I was coming back from our meeting, she doesn't even know me, and she thought I was one of those desperate black men that can set me up. Yeah, because many black men, many, they got that thing in them. Me, I, I kind of congeal up even more. I'm cordial with everybody if they treat me all right, but I'm not giving no extras, no key, 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 key. You white, key, key, key. I'm gonna do more for you because you white. I knew some guys younger. They said, man, you got to give it to white girls because it's better. What? Better? Why? It's better because it's white. I said, oh, man, you gone. No, you gone. I don't think there's no salvage in you, brother. They make us think that. You ever see a white man with a black woman in America? I know there's Italy and this, and I hear it's rough in these places too, where they're looking at you like a pet. And I know there's gonna be somebody in the conversation, I've been, I've been with a white man for 45 years and he's never laid a hand on me. He's always, and all the black men know it. You're gonna get that. Do what you do, I ain't mad at you, I'm just telling you what I do. But, but see, here's the thing. In most cases, when it's public, your relationship and not one of them creep things, a lot of the creeping going on. And they like that role play. Now get on that too. But somebody is leaving their culture at the door when you deal with someone of the opposite race. I mean, there are more races than just two. If you're a black man, she ain't going to bring you, this white girl, to meet her family when you're about your people. Number one, you ain't about your people. No way if you run up with her. But let's say you feign that in public. Oh, you do YouTube? Let's hear about it. You, they see you talking this talk. They looking at her crazy. Or maybe there'll be an agreement where we know that he's going to be a millionaire in three years. You stick with him and you get that money. These old white men will prostitute their daughters out in a second. They won't say it like that, maybe, but they, you know, you need to really, you know, keep company with him because it might be lucrative to you and all of us in the future. So they don't care who they lay with. If I was an actual dog with four legs, hang out with that dog and let him do what he wants. <laughs> and you get that money, huh? Okay. That's how they do. But somebody's leaving their culture. They're gutting themselves. Just like a fish when you go to the fish market. Head off, bone out. But we, we do the head off, bone out too. The head off, thinking like a black man, and the guts of a black man, but the covering is still there. Why is this bug trying to fly in my eye? They got bugs down here, they fly in your eye and break. 
He'll blow your eye out like you got punched in the face. But why is that? Why is that? Oh, I don't really, I heard about that, Kwame, but I don't really, you know, I don't really want to, you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say it, Oyala. And they expect you when you, I'm just throwing certain things out. They expect you when you get around them to all of a sudden bow down, right? It's, it's what you say, Miss Lady, you're always being you. It's not exact. No, I'm always be me. I'm always be me. You compare it to the old videos. I've always been this way. But depending on the guests who might be on, maybe a little more conservative, might be an old black lady or something. I'm not going to ruffle. I'm going to show respect. She might even say things. It was, I had a lady on one time. She was like, I think it was like, she was almost 90 years old, like 87 or something like that. Do you all remember that? She came on one time. And, and she was telling us how she, she was in religion, Christianity, all her life. And she's out of it now. But the remnants of that was still on her because she was still saying something about Jesus as Jesus said, then she caught herself. You see, you can lay down in the mud and get up and wipe most of it off, but you walk around, you're going to know that people are going to know, like, man, you need to clean up. And if you've been in something so long, you can't expect to have gotten out of it because the, 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 those, those reactions, those habits, it takes while, you know, there you go and they go, yeah, she was up near 90. Spoke clear and everything. And at one point she said something and kind of caught herself. I forgot her name. I forgot the episode. All the numbers I have are always in my phone. It's just so many shows. I see names like I know that name. I was like, who's that? Look at the area code. Okay, Louisiana, Wyoming, Chicago. Who? That's why when I put a person's number in my phone, I have to put something next to it. Especially if it's, okay, like if I have an Indigo King's number, I put Indigo King. I know it's Indigo King. Ain't three of them like, it, like that. But if I know a Sheila and 15 Sheilas and $22, I got to put something next to it. Because a, a lot of time if I don't, hey, how you doing? Who's this? Oh, this Donna. If I didn't put, oh, okay, from Philadelphia. I can't even say from Philadelphia. I know three Donnas from Philadelphia. One 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 that works in a hospital, medical field, I got to put... Donna, Philadelphia, medical field. <laughs> you know what I mean? Donna, uh, 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 Philadelphia, ex-crackhead. I'm not saying I would say that publicly. <laughs> but I got to. There's too many numbers now. You know what I mean? But the indoctrination, man, we're messed up behind it in our proximity to them. We'll act normal with each other. Go be in a church somewhere. Be around where black folks are of a certain age group. Not always the young ones. The young ones are still on that multicultural thing. You know, a lot of young black brothers, you can't tell them nothing because they ain't been through nothing. And of course, they're going to think the world is flowers because they, they're getting blowjobs from white girls. And they burp and burp. So, so, so they live in a different world. I don't mean just that, and I don't mean to bring it down to something sexual. I'm just expressing myself in a, in a, in a hard-hitting way to prove the point. That's the mood I'm in right now. And this is what they do. No, no, no. The world's good. I get along with her father and so on, so on, so on, so on. Yeah, because they know that your father's a multimillionaire and you ain't got no brothers and sisters 
and and and, and he don't have no wife. Your mom, your mama died, and he about to kick the can because he won't get that money. Then she goes rebellious on you after you have a couple kids with her, and and you grab her because she wants to run out because she's cheating on you. you. Grab her, just hold her. Oh, he put he made black and blue. Look, we're calling the cops on you. And they'll be glad to make that report. Don't you know that when you're arrested, depending on where it is and who it is, the power of that pen, I was going to grab a pen. I got a little art pencil. <laughs> they don't use pencils, but the power of that pen, they can write things a certain way. And they don't see you. They don't see that arresting officer or the one who had you in custody, but it can be written in a certain way that they're going to treat you a certain way in the jail. So don't ever say when you're arrested, oh, I think I'm going to kill myself. Oh, God, you know, he's a danger to himself. Put him in a psych ward, give him meds. And where you're up, say, 16 hours a day, if you sleep for eight hours, you'll be up eight hours a day and sleep for 16 of that much. I know a dude who slept all day and night, and he was only up for like one hour just to wake him up to eat. And this other food, they, they put it in the cell and stack it. Oh, there's your breakfast, and there's your lunch, and here's your dinner. Wake up for good now. Oh, okay. He took two bites, <laughs> went to bed, and left the food. They love that. That's their sport. Call the cops. We must exert supremacy over them. Make them bow down. And they love to see you bow down to anything in their system. I'm talking all abstract now. And they're like, we're losing him. He's all over the place. Yeah, that's my verbal nigger cloaking device for you. We have to translate this and bring, let's get the nigger down the block. He, oh, I'm not black enough. I don't know. I'm a nerd. <laughs> I can't tell you. <laughs> Plus he's old. He's going back generations. I wasn't even born then. I was born after 911. What you mean? He almost, he a few months shy of 60 years old. I can't keep up with him. I was like this as a kid. You're never going to keep up with me. I'll be 80 years old. 20 more years. I'm going to be here running my mouth, running my mouth, running my mouth. And the creator wants me here to do that. Like, damn. He's got he's got 20,000 videos. <laughs> And the older I get, they're going to be more like this. It's going to be a couple hours long because it's just chatting, right? Yes, Mrs. Melanin. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. See, it's live because I'm answering you back. And I'll do a little quick ones, a little premieres, a little uploads. But there will be more like this because I did one yesterday morning, early in the morning. And I got up just as early, but I had so much to do and I did it. And I said, I'm not letting this day go by. And we had the lights keep cutting off, keep cutting off. I'm glad I stayed. But I do have to go soon, but I'm going to stay on for a little longer. But as long as I have this, I'm good. Mm. If you come to Ghana, I don't think this is a Ghanaian company that made this, but this Lamar 100% mango juice blend, you can tell this is not America because in America, when they say juice blend, it may be something else artificial with that. They dipped a little apple juice with this, but this is mango puree, right? It's like those who eat cheese. Cheese, that's real cheese. But if it says pasteurized, processed cheese food, and it looks, and it's cheaper too. Oh, I'm gonna get the cheese, I'm gonna get that, that cheese right there. It's not cheese, it's cheese 
with other things mixed in it, in this process. You know, and then they have another word that legally they can get around it. But very seldom do black folks grab real cheese because it's the most expensive one in there. I'm not saying to block yourself up with constipation. If you want to, be my guest. <laughs> Having some tongue-gasms. Mm, that mango. Woo-wee! I love it. I love it. But the indoctrination runs deep, 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 and it's, it's to our core. And we don't see it. And we have to fight against it within ourselves and understand what we're feeling when we're like that. You know. Yeah, that's, you see that there? Companies say non-GMO, but it is GMO. They just didn't add it there. Yeah, in the legalities of it all. Assume that it is GMO. It is processed to a degree. Like I always say the best way, like, okay, mangoes, I love mangoes. The best way to eat any fruit, once you pick it off the vine, off the tree, is processed. The life force that's in it while it's vibing, it's connected and it's alive. You take it off, it begins to diminish. It's like when you juice fruits, after 30 minutes, it's going to go down. Don't have it in the refrigerator for a whole week. Yeah, it's going to be sweet. It's going to have the color. But the life force is what you want. That's why they want to make it GMO foods that we consume, because it has no life force. It's simply calories. It's simply a fraud parading around as something being real with a reduced vibration. I got sense and I could talk. I tell jokes and stuff. People like, oh, he a fool. That's because you looked at that part of the video. You come back another time, you're always oh, talking some stuff. You must know something. I paid attention in class and I paid attention in life. And I made some misjudgments. That's how you learn. I ain't doing that again. <laughs> I got more stories to tell you sometime. Stories I ain't never told. Situations I was in. And because of the good Lord, it brought me through. <laughs> I'm serious. That's why I can sit here and just, just flow. If I wanted to, I can flow till, what is this, 10? I can flow till the sun comes up, but I'll save it. I'll save a little bit for next time, let it fester up. But yeah, black men thinking they got to upgrade, and when they're walking down the street, they push out their chest. They see the sisters in the restaurant or the sisters in the mall. And now you get this little short. I'm just saying I have nothing against height. They have brothers that are short. They're great men, great husbands, great men. But I'm just saying, mixing the short man's complex. You see, I know men who are real short. They don't have the short man's complex. I know men who got little penises. How I know? I've been in parties and, oh, my God. <laughs> you know what I mean? But they don't have no short dick complex. They are men. Righteously, the ideologies and the, and, and the morale and their role that don't make a man. You might have a, a black woman who don't have a black woman shape. She's like, oh, and they would pass another ass and say, forgot me. No, you're still a black woman. It's not just a body thing, it's the essence. But we have some of these dudes walking around now. They may have been shunned by some black women because some of these men want to blame black women 
some good black women, you know? And um, I'm looking at the comments and it's like, I'm throwing, I should be looking at it. I can't talk and look at it because I'm a brain processing more stuff. But we, we, we blaming black women because we as men may have been jacked up ourselves. So you can't say black women are bad. You have some men who are good men who have been rejected by black women who are on a lower vibration. So you can't say black men or it's all black women. You got to look at the different variables involved. You might be a pookie or a Ray Ray rolling up in some college campus at some party. And because you talk a certain way that really lets a person know that you're not very educated or intelligent or intelligent. I said intelligence. <laughs> Getting like this old black Southern lady. I know she used to jack up words, but she knew what she was talking about. She was speaking truth. And I was a little kid. It used to mess me up. I'd always correct her. She writes something out, a little list for her um, daughter to go to the store. Okay, uh, 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 I want so-and-so. It's L-A-R-A. Aura. I'm from the North, so you know a lot of folks from the South they would say Aura. That's not the way you say that. <laughs> Got in trouble too, you know. But this is the thing. You get that little black man walking through the mall with the white woman. White women don't even look good. But because she's white and she's from the superior race and she's holding your hand, you just can't wait to look at the sisters to get them back. Meaning that this white woman sees value in me. And she is superior to you. See, that's not me saying it. I'm giving you an example of how some of these cool black men think. And I'm going to walk around. We're going to the white guy. Leroy, why are we walking around so much? Ah, I can't find what I'm looking for, baby. Let's just keep on walking. My heels, my feet are hurting. Baby, you look good in them heels. And the black woman looking, some looking and laughing because they know what you're doing. Some get mad. And some get smart. Listen, better he's with you because we don't want him. Not because he's a black man, but because he might be a prick. There's different reasons and motivations, I understand, but you can't feel right. You don't even fit right with that white woman. You're just using her to parade around and get back at your sister's. Like the guy who was always broke. Everybody else had a better car than him. Ten years go by, he cleaned up his act and works and gets good credit and gets a good car. And he goes back to the old neighborhood. Half the people moved out and he just driving. And you on your porch. And he comes up in this brand new drop top Mustang and stop boom, looking at you, bouncing his head to music. And, and so what? What is that? You getting back at your own demons when you were smoking crack or you weren't didn't want to do anything legit? Emma sling some rocks. And how come the dudes in the neighborhood slinging crack rocks always have to depend on their daggone girlfriend who works in Walmart or Target or Home Depot or whatever it is to bail them out? The point of selling crack is that you're going to make a lot of money. How are you going to be selling crack and getting minimum wage money? Except you ain't paying no taxes. 
but you feel like a renegade. You feel free from the system. I don't need, that's what it is. When I hustled with my van after work and started making good money and I had to leave the job, I felt good, but I wasn't selling crack. And that's the thing. See, these black men who are subservient to the white woman, because you have different mental approaches with black men. You have that successful black man who, he has a thing about the black woman. Maybe his mama didn't do him right or whatever. I don't know. Imagine now if this light goes out, give me a second, I'm coming back if I, if I fall off. He is using her as a trophy to flaunt his success. The other one, he's flaunting her as a trophy to show that he's valuable to the slave master's daughter. And if the white woman wants me, I must have way more value than you realize and you can still be a bum. And a lot of these men don't even have anything at all, but they know, or that white woman knows that he's gonna take more. Uh-oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. All right, I'm still with you, right? I didn't hit that, I'm, I'm off of LinkedIn. Oh well, ain't nobody gonna follow me on LinkedIn anyway, I just. <laughs> Let me know if you can still hear me. It should be the SE. I just got a little scared here. I got to keep this mouse away from me because <laughs> I'll hit up my mistake and be talking and the show is over. Right. So he's going to take more. That low self-esteem, bummy, black man who submits to the white woman in a way that her white man didn't. He smacks her. Oh, you bitch. I'm going to suck my cock. Suck all my friends' cocks. These white men get drunk and have some of these white men doing, doing all kinds of things. Imagine that. I'm not with no woman and I want her mouth on my friend's penises. I love you, bro, but it ain't happening here. They get drunk. You ever thought about how my girlfriend sucks cock? I'm being funny, y'all. I'm trying to make you laugh. Well, Bill, you know, we always cut. We talked about it. What? You talk? Well, you're going to find out tonight. Come here, honey. I don't want to do it. Suck their cocks. That's that weird white boy stuff. They get drunk and start doing all kinds of things. And sisters, you're going to go through it when you go with them white boys. Unless you like that. You'll take that punishment too if you worship him so much. He's the savior that rides off into the sunset. He's the one who always has money. He's the creator of the world. I was watching TV. Even Ben-Hur was white. Even Moses was white. Jesus is white. That's how they are. They get drunk on your ass and start doing some weird white boy stuff. Or they drug you. You their wife now. They drug you. You see her ass? <laughs> These black gals have some asses on them, don't they? <laughs> You'll find out later. And you laying down in your bed, drugged out, knocked out. Don't even know the eight men done been up inside of you. You get up like, what the hell is wrong with you? What did you do to me, honey? And you know that that little white man couldn't have went up in you that deep. You swollen. Lips swollen. Like truck tires, one on one side, one on the other. Swollen lips. It's crazy what they put you through. And that insecure black man will take that white woman's treatment of them. See, that's what they don't know. That's when you get your nigga wake up call. And you don't do something that they want you to do. They're going to talk to you in a certain tone where you're going to feel like a slave. You wasn't no slave in essence because we weren't around in that time. 
but they have a type of master's wife, the slave master's wife tone of voice that they use on you. You're like, oh shit, <laughs> excuse the French. Oh shit. Now you saying, oh shit, but what you're really feeling is whoops, whoops. And she never did that to you. Now you're getting flashbacks. Walking proud with her through the mall, looking at your own sisters. And now all of a sudden you want to come back home. You want to work with your sisters now a little more. But just a few hours earlier, you were in the mall walking like you had the lottery ticket. Right? Walking like you had the lottery ticket. And now you want to come back home. I know somebody who was like that. Let me read it. A few of these comments. Duran Uptown, how are you doing? What do you say? Real talk then. White people are crazy. They got that open relationship thing going, but the women created that because they wanted to try a bigger thing. You're right. They negotiate weird sex in their bed. It's nothing new to them. That's why they don't get shocked when it comes out. And it's, and it's epidemic in America. It's epidemic. I can't say a percentage, but from as many times as I have been approached, me. I'm like, is this an epidemic or something? And then you go, you know, man, you need to go on Craigslist and see what kind of foolishness is going on. What's Craigslist? Go on there and see. Now they don't have that section no more. They used to have the personals and different sections of the personals. And I did a show years ago when it was up and I convinced people that every corner of America had freakishness going on in there. Big time. They were like, yo, people who were following the show that lived in hick towns and backwoods, they saw ads. We're a white couple, 51 and 46. We're looking for a well-hung black man to join us in our bedroom activities. She loves double penetration. She loves anal and oral at the same time, and maybe even a third man too in time. If you want to be a friend with us, just reach back out to us so we can make this happen. In such small towns where it's population 1,000, there wasn't a place in America. I said, go make up places you know. Population six, and there's only two black, white people there. It's them. It's them. And they want to turn you out and all this stuff too. They love to degrade our, our, our women, women and they love to degrade our men. And I'm going to tell you something else about these white men, these nasty ass white men. And how so many of us as black men are falling behind them. Chances are if you're eating something, cut it off and come back. Chances are when these white men want to bring you home to sleep with their White women, they got a thing called wanting to be the cleanup man. And we ain't talking about no it, 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 making it easy for the cleanup man. No, he ain't sweeping no floors. What that means is that you as a man, after you do what you do and deposit your baby juice in that woman, here come that white man. He ready to eat something and he ain't got no knife and fork. And you're like, what the hell? 
that goes along with that. I've been in clubs where I watch them people. And I've seen it. Remember, I'm the person whose eyes have seen everything. Thine eyes have seen the coming of a lot of freakish white men. <laughs> I've seen things. That's why I can't go back in my thoughts and undo it and say, well, I don't know. People are people. We don't know. I know. I'm like that crazy Vietnam vet. All respect to our brothers. I'm not into the whole military, but those who have gone, I, I got to respect you for the courage you have. But some of y'all came back. Y'all know that. I didn't have to go to come back a little crazy. I'm touched. So when I see something, I'll tell you what it is that I see. And I got a 99.9999% when it comes to something sexual and them and seeing what I already know is coming. They start buddy-buddying up with you on the job. You've been working on the job and you knew you come from a different department. Hey, buddy, how you doing? And you go in there pissing. Here's another one for y'all. Let's just have some fun right now. You get up in a corporate setting out of your cubicle. You go to the bathroom. dum 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 And all of a sudden, this white guy that never had a chance to really talk to you so much, and um, he's peeing next to you. But you got 10 urinals. You on the end. You know, brothers, real straight brothers, we're going to take the furthest route to pee far away. We ain't trying to get up shoulder to shoulder with the next man and there's eight more urinals down there and say, yo, you over here on number, number nine, I'm going on over number one. The next one comes, I'm going to number four or five. Only reason why we'll pee next to you is if there's no one open. I'll go to the toilet then. I'm not trying to stand next to no dude. He's holding his dick and I'm holding mine. And then he, how you doing, guy? I'm not holding my dick talking to you. There's something weird about that. Talk to me after when I'm washing my hands or something. We sitting here both holding our penises, having a conversation. I don't know you, even if I did. And if you peeing over there, I'm like this. Some of these white dudes, you peeing in the urinal and they right in your face. That look in the eyes. You looking at me like I got a raise on my paycheck and you happy for me. It's crazy. And so they keep coming around you try to get to know you, but they really want to make sure it's a worthwhile investment of their time and you peeing and they, they peeing to the... And you turn your head... <laughs> weird, weird. I'll tell them too. I'm at that phase. I'm going to start really walking around my camera on all the time and just putting it in their face. Imagine me peeing, I have a camera in my hand waiting. And they start looking, yo, man, you looking at my dick because you're trying to get me to go home and screw, screw your wife so you can eat my seed, you nasty pink parasite. I, I, I didn't say that. You don't have to, I know. I got experience with you. It's like an old mechanic. You bring your car in, you don't know what this noise is. The old ones now, not the ones that have to hook stuff up. The old cars. Don't worry. I know exactly what it is. We'll do a little check. But I'll tell you, it's exactly this. It's probably going to cost you about $800. And they go back and check, and it's that. And they pull out the part and show you. That's me in life, growing up in America, being impressed upon with their decadence. Some sick people, they don't look at sex the same. It's a sport for them. Sex is a sport in pastime like that for white people. For a lot of us black people growing up and living in America and feeling the stress, it's a stress reliever. We make love and all that stuff like that, but it's usually, oh my God, I'm so stressed. 
Come here, baby. Just, you know, okay, come on, let's whatever. Shouldn't be that way. But at least it's a good cause to keep us mentally straight because you need that. Not just the sex, but you need the closeness. You need the compassion. You need the understanding. And you can only get that with your own all the way. It's like trying to go across town from New York to California on a donut. It'll get you but so far, but it's not going to take you all the way. That a white woman you may think gets you so far, but it's not going to take you all the way. It's going to land you in some places because a donut can't handle a pothole. It's going to let you down. Being with that white woman, it's going to let you down because when things start happening in life, they bail out on you. And you think she got you hypnotized. See? And they go the extra mile physically and push. I'm not against anything a man and a woman do in their bedroom. Every orifice is game. Any other way, whatever, whatever. There's no part of you that should not be serviced when you're really with somebody. I'm nasty like that, but I'm righteous like that. But these white chicks, ask any servicemen who have been to Germany and Italy and European countries or wherever, where they're stationed. I know somebody's gonna agree with me in the comment section. They're stationed near a poor white village or, or town. You have those. Why we think white folks are always affluent? And they will tell you the stories of how they tried to get pregnant so they can get the benefits and the money from that soldier. I'm just checking my panel here, make sure nothing cut off. Sounds good? Yes, compensated. That's the word that I wanted. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there's a lot of fruitiness in these public bathrooms. Trust me, especially in New York City. But yeah. So they're down on the dance floor, you know, a little club, a little local club, right? And they love it because the servicemen are in uniforms, you know, and they come on in there and they are there. And they will go out there and they will blow your brains out. And I ain't talking about with no gun. They will suck you off in the middle of the dance floor. You're like, oh my God. What do you, what do you mean you wanted some head? All you do is ask me. It's like, damn, you just laid out something three years, three years, better three years, right? Three, three, three minutes ago. That's how they are. You talk to them and being all decent and whatnot, you look horny. And you're like, yeah, a little bit. Why did you tell me I'd suck your cock for you? They just throw that out like, like again, like the Chinese man in the mall with the, with, with the sesame chicken on the toothpick. Just giving it away. Don't you think love? You think love? You, you crazy. That's opportunity. They're trying to get about because you assume they're all right. And you see this woman and she dirt poor with debt and other kids. I'll make up a word. Other Afro-aided babies that they tried. They trying to collect them benefits, like Indigo King said, compensated. They don't love you. They may see your potential, but they don't love you. They don't love you at all. And for the sisters that run with these white men, you want to say that all black men are this or most black men are that, or you had some bad experiences? Say me, me and Mr. Scurve in a restaurant somewhere and I'm treating her nice. But any woman I've ever been with in public or behind closed doors, I'm gonna treat them nice. That's why you don't see no drama up in my comment section. And you see that black one with the white man and the white man's facing the way he, we sitting here and he's facing that way, but she's facing us. If I put my hand on Mr. Skur's face, I say, oh, you look so beautiful today. If I hold the chair for her, 
If I dip a little food and she eats it, or I say, "Oh, you're looking so beautiful today," that 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 white the black woman's over here. Oh my God, he's treating her so nice. And I'm gonna lay it on even more, right? Because I know I got an audience. If she has to go up and go to the to, to the to the restroom, and the restroom's back that way, and that black woman's facing this way, and she gets, I turn around. Mm, mm, mm. and look right at, the, right at the black woman. Damn, looks nice. She mad because she want to come back home because even if the white man's treating her nice, ain't like a brother who's loving a black woman. That's rare. So now every, in her mind, it's rare. So now it goes against all the doctrine in her mind that black men are bad, bad black men. Because she don't want that little, that little, that little, what would I say? Temporary uh, patch he can't joke like we can joke and get to your soul and give you those belly laughs. He can't take you back. Even if he grew up in a different city. Look at the conversations that me and Sister Oyala have, and she's much younger than me, and she's up in Canada, but we have a connection. Just the same way we all have connections. Maybe Sister Oyala never talked to Kwame or Indigo King or Wayne or whoever, or maybe another, but there's a connection there that you don't even have to hear the voice or even know the face. Yeah, sometimes, Brother Kwame, we're going to have divorce situations and people who are not vibrating as they should be. You know, that's right. I, I, I'm not going to say I believe it. I know it, KZ. They will do what they have to do. And there's some sisters out here who do things too. I know that. But they cold with it. They, the white women are cold with it. This is what I have to do. I have to go out in the backyard and uh, suck off three dogs and lick uh, two kitty cats, kitties, and have sex with 10 black men on a football team? Okay, done deal. Let's go. Oh, shit. You know what I mean? And she back there. This is a nice one. Remember what you said. It's going to be hell in here if you don't pay me off. <laughs> They don't care. <laughs> I'm gonna spit up. I can't believe I said that. <laughs> For real. You know, even the most hoochified of our sisters, this is the white woman status check. I don't care how I don't care how drunk her sister is when she comes out the club. Oh God, I gotta pee. They will go behind the dumpster. They'll walk twenty feet down and pee, and they'll be looking at me pee now. White girl, she could be on the sidewalk. I've seen this. Oh God, you know what I gotta tell? Psst. Yo, there's eighteen people standing around her in in in. 15 of them are strangers, she peeing. And she does a little shake, don't even wipe nothing down there. Come on guys, let's go. And puts her arms on the shoulders. Drunk, they don't care. I might want you to piss on me when I get home. <laughs> you lay with them, you don't know what you, what kind of spirit gonna jump off, off you. You start doing some, I'm not even gonna say freaky stuff. Some bestiality type stuff. I've known these two white lesbians that kept a dog, and the dog was well-trained on how to service them when the other one was out of town at work. I was like, what? Are you serious? I went to the bathroom, 
I was going to do some work and work on the ceiling. And I'm just telling you why I was there, right? <laughs> I was going to install some canisters, the, the recess lights. I started to get into that. I like the guy was doing it, did it in my house. And people were like, oh, it looks good. Yeah, do mine. I'm like, I'll hook it up, but I'm not putting that connection to the main wire. I'm, I got a paranoia about getting shocked. So I went there to take a leak. They were in the backyard. The door was cracked a little bit because I always want to, you know, be cognizant of what's going on. Dog care. <laughs> Look at his tongue out. Oh, hey, what are you doing? <laughs> no, no, I don't get down like that. And when I said that, you know, your dog looked like you wanted to try to lick on me or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. He licks on us too sometimes. And you act like this is normal? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I'm telling you. You know it. And they, they'll have sex with animals also. So when you lay with them, that means you, you, you're dealing with bestiality. Hey, Fluffy, Fluffy, Fluffy. The dog, you licking the dog's tongue and spit. And you want to come kiss me. And I just do I know that oh, they, they wanted you to lick the dog's tongue. There was a woman that I knew. I'm going to spill it. I don't care who knows it. You all know Montel, right? That's all I'll say. His side piece, who was a black woman mixed with some white, I don't know, half and half, I don't know, but you know that she had the sister in her, but I thought she was more of a nerd. That was a side piece, but she liked me. <laughs> she tried to get me to lick the dog's tongue to get more. No, you got to. It's fluffy. I was I was on out the door when she was little. little, little. I was in no way. Hell no. And she, uh, I said, no, no, I, 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 that's a dog, man. But that's my fluffy. I don't care. I don't want that pussy because you're licking fluffy. No, no. You know, when you're really, when you're a little girl and you look at like little girls, when they say no, they can say no. But when you hear a girl say no, that what? There's hell to pay if you try to force her to do something. I was like, no, I put that whoa in there. No, whoa, there it is. Whoa, there it is. You, you, are you serious? Should we get into this robe and show? But I had been there before. I didn't know you. I would have never messed with you. And it was him calling. What are you doing over there? He was very possessive. I'm in Italy right now. What are you doing right now? Can't tell that one all the way. I don't want to blow nobody up. But he didn't know. <laughs> I shared the same parking space on the lot that Montel did for a time. I'll say it that way. All because of this. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, 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 Casey. When you watch porn, you'll know how dirty white women are because they always want to outdo what they see on the screen. Oh, oh, she's got two dicks in her mouth. Listen, one, two, three. Y'all come over here. What? And they, <laughs> and you meet them on a job and you meet them somewhere and they're actually all prim and proper and, and, and they tell you what they were thinking when they first met you. That's how white women do. You in the bedroom, I wanted to suck your cock as soon as I saw you, but you would have just thought I was just a trashy woman. Like, I don't think you trashy now. 
and you watch them around your friends. You get them to go to the bathroom, and they'll come out quick. Right on a piece of paper, keep this. And the other brother who might not be your friend friend, he'll be like, all right. And it's on and popping. You driving down the street innocent. You think about going over your boy's house. You see his car out there. What the hell? Where you at, man? Oh, I'm uh, over here by my friend's house. All right, I'm going to wait outside for you. You can't come out because you're going to come out that chick's place. You didn't know she was no good anyway. You know what I mean? And then... The worst thing is when a black dude is breaking up with a trashy white woman. All the secrets come out. And he ain't got to say nothing. She'll tell it. Listen, I'm just going to tell you from now, it's over between me and you. Why? No, it's over. I can't see you no more. We, we ain't going we to fly no more. <laughs> Did you find out that I sucked your best friend's cock? Huh? Is that it? Damn, you didn't even know that. You're like, nope. You're trying to hold your composure because she's going to say more. Is it because your cousin, I took a jar of honey and poured it down his backside and licked it out his ass. Was it that? <laughs> You're like, oh my God, I got to go to the clinic and get checked out. And she'll go on and on and on. Your ex-girlfriend, I went down on her. We've been seeing each other for three months. And some dudes be like, really? <laughs> Maybe we can uh, patch things up a little bit. But that's how it is, though. That's how it is. How long have I been talking? Four hours and 25 minutes and three times the light went out. Wow. Wow. I'm really and truly in the zone. For me, it's 1055 and I'm wide awake. And most people are getting ready to go to bed or whatever. No, some people are going to be up till one, two, three o'clock in the morning. But I don't know what hit me today to get me like this, but I'm glad I did. I am going to, zones like this, I hate to end, but I'm going to do more like this. Well, I'm going to come on like this every day, at least five days a week and do other. I was going to do a rooftop. It's dark up there, all kind of bugs. <laughs> But it's okay. But I do have to go outside, at least take a little walk around the neighborhood. I can do that at this time of night and, and, and not worry about having to defend myself. You know, anything else you want me to touch on since we're in this vein before I go out, do one more. Throw it at me, throw it at me, throw it at me. When I have my topic shows like this, I'll start out with a topic and address it. And then I kind of zoom off. All of them are not going to be this long. All of them are not going to be this long because they're going to be longer. <laughs> right. Anything you want to touch on, just let me know, and we'll vibe. And I like this up-close-and-personal kind of thing. It's more personal for me than me being way back there and, you know, all these different... Sometimes the callings are good, and sometimes the group thing is good, but sometimes I like to vibe like this. I think people enjoy it, you know. But I want you to kind of throw... Even if it's not now, because I know I exhausted y'all. Y'all didn't know this one was coming. We just thought he was going to go on for 45 minutes or an hour. <laughs> Maybe two. Not four, <laughs> but that's the way it is, you know, because when you cut out other negativity out of your life and you cut out all the fluff and you can do more, when you cut the middleman out, when you cut the distractions out, 
when you cut those who have their own agendas out and you just can deal direct, it's better that way because you get a better price, you know what I mean? And you get a better experience and I get more profit. I'm not making no money like that off YouTube. I'm quite disappointed. It's against the law to show it because I would. It's against the YouTube thing. They find it, they'll knock your channel down. You can't do that, you know? So I'll leave it at that. But I'm going to sign off right now. It's been nice. Um, like I said, hit, let me just drop this link in here and pin it like I always do for folks who need to go to see all of the other videos so it kind of still pops after the show is over because not everybody knows that they're here for the first time and they don't know. So let me drop this link here. And I got to get back on. Okay. I got to pin that through my phone because through this program, they won't let you pin it. But I do want to talk about uh -huh. Spence Holloway. He left a little comment on my um, one of these videos. Look, if he calls me tonight, I'm getting back on. I'm going to get him on live. But usually I'll do a recorded because we don't know how the light situation goes. You know, so we're going to fix that with solar power soon. When I move to the next location, there'll be no power outages. None at all. So let me. Oh, God. I don't know how your phone works. But you ever get to a point where you hit something, you're starting to hit something, and something pops up and you hit it and it takes you away? I hate that. I hate that. I am in such a zone tonight. I am in such a zone. I want to thank you all for um, allowing me to be in that zone. Because if your vibrations weren't right, mine wouldn't be. And I'm going to work on that, Oyala, after this. I'm going to get a good meal. Lay down and meditate for 10 minutes. Get my head together to focus in on some other things. Time doesn't matter to me. It might be 10.59. I might be up till 6 in the morning. I might be up till 2 in the morning. I don't know. I might turn around and come back on live again. I don't know. I might make some recording and put it up. I don't know. Like I said, when I'm allowed to free flow, I get to um, more comes out of me. As, as opposed to saying 10 o'clock every morning, you know, I can't do that. I can't do that no more. <laughs> don't want to be on a schedule no more right okay cool yeah moving too fast with the smartphones and usually I mean the way we vibrate yes you know we're going to do that we're better than the smartphones you know Wi-Fi is a, is a copy of us our 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 psyche how we can non-verbally communicate but we we, we lowered ourselves and this this white man brings these things that we've created and presents it to us. And we think it's a big thing, but it's really us being diminished. Trust me. If we took all of this stuff away that we think are amenities and we think that it's a plus, we would vibrate higher beyond that level. It would unlock us. Like they have an unlocked phone, right? Jailbroken, right? It would be... But we would talk to each other. Look, when you watch fish in a fish tank or in the water, you know, Jacques Cousteau, underwater, whatever, you think that they have to speak and communicate the way we do? They can't communicate because they can't talk and they don't have words. You ever hear a thing called a, a, a electric, electricity, the electric, electric, uh, electrical pulse, different things, thoughts. 
just like Brother Yapa was saying that yesterday, was it? Yeah, yesterday in the morning time, that the, the particles, a particle here, physically here, could be connected to something a million light ways, light years away and, and affected. So you don't believe in soul ties? Or that when somebody transitioned, you mean I'm not connected to Brother Holler because his body has been uh, emptied of the life force? He's still there. Maybe it's the Brother Holler connection that made me talk for like four hours and 30 minutes. Because like I said, when people close to me that are powerful transition, it's like they leave an inheritance for you of extra life force. Because they're going on to the next plane. Some people, it dissipates. Some can direct it to the person they think should have it. How many times have we seen, I'm just going to exaggerate the numbers, a family that has 10 kids, but they're all grown now, and nine of them are rotten. And that parent knows they're on their deathbed and leaves everything to that one child that did good. I'm leaving this to you. If you see fit to give anything, but it's you. I'm not, I'm not supporting them. They could never come and see me. You see what I mean? That's the way it is. We know we have a loved one in the hospital that's maybe on that bed where they would transition. We try to stay there with them. Look like grandma, we're going to leave soon. And she's been holding on for three days. I got to go home. I got to clean. I got the kids. But I got to, you go home and you lay down for a second. And bing, you know. You're getting up to get out of there because you know. Then the phone rings, but you already knew that it looks like she's making that transition. You speeding, you going through the lights, making sure no cars are coming. They're in a cop to stop you, but they never stop you. You see a cop, run to the light. It don't do nothing. It's like the parting of the Red Sea, and you get there and hold her hand before she transitions. I mean, I love you. I love you too, baby. Boom. Beautiful. But it never ends. Yeah, you'll be that one, Brother Indigo. That's right. Oh, y'all, the energy just converts. We're not the body. This is our costume now. This is our vehicle. You don't go out there when the person gets out the car and parks. Oh, my Lexus died. No, you just not in it. My Toyota died. My skateboard died. Whatever it may be. All right, Joe, let me get out of here. I was saying I'm going to stay till five hours. No, I'm not going to do the time thing. I'm just going to do the feeling thing. I'm highly creative and highly vibrational right now. I'm dead serious. Or I'm live serious. Let's say it that way. All right. Anyway, I'm going to sign off for this. Do we need space? Yeah, maybe you're brave. Boy, you're my weakness. Give it, we take the love that we make. It's my favorite drug. Too caught up in your love. I've been trying to forget, but you won't let me. Something in my brain holds you. Just can't stop thinking about you
Take it away, feeling too good to me Chilling all day, all in your space is where I wanna be Here in this room, what did you do? I just can't get enough Too caught up in your love I've been trying to forget But you won't let me Something in my brain wants you I've been hanging by myself Asking for help But nothing seems to work on you Yeah Why are we called Negroes? Why are we deaf, dumb, and blind? Why is everybody making progress? Yet we seem 